And guess what? I'd say 80%, 90% of the times, you know, uh, the clients, you know, they either don't understand what you're doing, where you're coming from, or they don't freaking care. The goal isn't to live forever. The goal is to create something that will. Welcome to Perspective, a podcast for wedding creatives, where we sit down often with a special guest and talk about our many years of experience in the wedding industry so you can learn from us and to help grow your wedding business. If you're listening to this and wondering why it sounds slightly different to previous episodes, that's because this week is our fourth week of self-isolation due to the coronavirus, and we've had no choice but to record from the comfort of our own homes. Obviously, we've been missing for a couple of weeks. We apologise for that, but the content going forward is going to be worth the wait. So please bear with us. Today on the podcast, we'll be talking to destination wedding filmmaker and photographer Gioni De Silva. We'll be getting to know his approach in filmmaking, how he captures his footage, what he likes to focus on during an edit to create an awesome film. And because he's released the Everlasting Pack over on Flames and Roses, we'll be getting into colouring as well. This episode is, of course, sponsored by With Jack, but I'll get on to that a little bit later in the show. However, let's talk tipples. Greg, what are we drinking? Tipples. So, what are we drinking? <laughs> so, obviously, it's a bit different, the fact that we're all in three different locations now. So, here yep. at my house, I've got some Colombian coffee. It's called Bethlehem by Atkinson's Coffee Roasters. I got it in my subscription last week. So I've brewed that up on the filter. What have you got, Simon? Is that, is your subscription blue coffee box? It is, yes. <laughs> I too am drinking my subscription from the blue coffee box. Uh, it's mm. the since uh, El Salvador San Ramon. Um, chocolate orange and uh, stone fruit notes. It's a bit cold, unfortunately, because... <laughs> I'm rubbish at timing my stuff. But Johnny, what are you uh, what are you drinking there? Hey, hey, hello everybody. So uh first of all, thank you for, you know, for having me in here. But uh yeah, man, I've got this uh this very uh, you know, what would say it's a typical in the region of Pampas in the um, sort of uh, in the south of Brazil mm-hmm. where my father comes from. Um although I'm not from there, but my father's from there, so I kind of you know got this uh is this this customs from 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 the area the Argentinians, the Uruguayans drink, and it's called a mate. So I've got right now it's uh well we call it shimahão in Brazil, which is uh, it's made of like uh you know green um uh, roasted kind of you know, just roasted to to the green level, just dry uh mate leaves, uh very cut together and it's it's beautiful man. It's just like a uh, uh, apparently there's a bit of caffeine to it as well, okay. uh, but uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not, it is the funny thing is I'm not a really, you know, a caffeine sort of guy, you know, I don't drink a lot of caffeine, but uh, this thing is pretty good. It kind of, you know, helps me um, first to uh, remind me of my, you know, my roots, you know, where I come from and all of that uh, reminds of my good days with my father, you know, and, and, you know, his, him, him drinking this thing and, and eating, you know, churrasco as we call it, which is barbe- barbecue version, you know, uh, oh. you in Brazil, um, but yeah, man, it's a, it's an amazing drink. Yeah, so the brand I, I heard you guys talking about the brand as well. So if oh, anybody's yeah. interested, uh, it's called Barão de Cotegipe. Uh, we can put the you know the link later at some point, you know, a name. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's uh, yeah, it's it's just like me. Yeah, that's how it's spelled. Barão Cotegipe. Uh, yeah, Shimahão. Lovely. Yeah. I'm gonna need. Awesome. I'm gonna definitely need you to send me the link <laughs> because I always put the links in the show notes, and I'm I'm not gonna be able to Google that easily. <laughs> 
<laughs> by the way, I'm so sorry. Man. I talk, I talk a lot. So you asked me to drink and I went on a tangent for like half an hour. Hey, that's <laughs> so fine. Sorry about that. You're talking to two Scottish guys here. We, we speak equally as fast. So, um, yeah, if you're struggling to, uh, to listen out there, we, we, we all apologize. We we'll do. try to be slower. I'll, yeah, I'll have to breathe in. It's kind of, it's stop, it's stop waffling too much, but you know, we'll be, I'll get there. Yeah. I'll get there. <laughs> so how's the rest of the family? It's, they're very well. Thank you so much for asking. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the kids are having a relatively good time, I would say. Um, although, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's the, there's, we call it the school of mama. Yep. So Hannah, you know, who is my, you know, my equal part in the business, um, um, she's also, you know, full-time mom. <laughs> so mm. she's doing, she's doing all the education thing, you know, it's kind of, you know, you know, takes the time to kind of, you know, attend to the kids' needs, you know, like feeding them, <laughs> clothing them. <laughs> it's pretty much, pretty much everything. Um, oh, so, yeah. Is she, doing the, uh, is she doing the homeschooling thing? She's doing the homeschooling, yeah. Um, oh. it, we've. Yeah, man, it's, uh, it's been, it's, I think it's been a bit hard for them because, um, hmm. um, you know, it's, the kids are very demanding and then, you know, and, and I guess the materials or well, sometimes it's not really, um, that challenging, you know, so it doesn't really kind of inspire the kids to, to carry on, you know, learning and doing their own sort of, you know, research and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Hannah's doing a great job. She's getting them, you know, um, back on track and, you know, doing, and I guess it's about doing a bit, you know, so that it, it, you know, you, you don't fall into the trap of kind of, you know, um, you know, forgetting to study and getting lazy. So, yeah. but yeah, so they're, they're doing this at the moment. They're, they're really enjoying it. You know, the, the, the time, um, they're having with their mom. Um, if it doesn't go over two hours, uh, two hours, three hours, that's their, <laughs> that's their <laughs> limit. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, you know, they, everybody's kind of, you know, fine. You know, we, we find it really hard, obviously, you know, to, you know, mm. to cope with the whole uh, lockdown thing, but, uh, we've been really blessed as well. We, we live, um, you know, we recently moved place, I think last year. Uh, I call it recent because we haven't really, you know, been here for long. Yeah. And um, so, uh, and we have like at the back of our, you know, our garden sort of thing behind our house, we have a lovely, um, like a heath. So, you know, with like woods, forests and stuff like that. So we, oh, you know, we go there, we have nice, you know, bike rides. It's, it's been really amazing though. And, and mm. so, yeah, we, we've been enjoying that time. Yeah, that's oh, good. That sounds wonderful. It's always, it's always good to be able to take to be able to take your kids out because um, I, I I feel so, well when uh, when Italy was going to shut down, I felt really sorry um, for everyone who even didn't have a back garden, you know, who were just stuck stuck high up in their flats, and it cannot have been easy. Yeah, it's um, it's really hard, isn't it? I, I, hmm. It's I mean, I, it's, as you said, you know, I think uh, the situation in Spain, I think, was. They were, it was a bit, you know, even worse than, than what we had here in terms of lockdown, you know, because mm-hmm. they were like kids, you know, weren't really allowed to get out at all. And, uh, and I don't know if you've seen it on TV, like the day that they were allowed to go out, just to go out of the flat, mm-hmm. it was just like, you know, people going mental and, and like really happy. And it's like, it's like, man, this is, this is like, you know, unprecedented times. And it was really, uh, it's really weird. Right. You know, it's just yeah. like, I, I don't get it completely you know gobsmacked <laughs> yeah yeah so what have you been up to to keep productive or have you been doing some new hobbies anything like that well this is the thing right is uh, <laughs> to keep yourself motivated during these times is tough isn't it which i mean yeah. how do you guys find it i mean i i i really i really struggle you know i i have a very strange routine to be honest you know i 
I do things in different times. I think I might, I think my clock works different time for most people. Mm-hmm. So I end up going to bed really, you know, really late and, and, and I mean, getting up late and, and working until, you know, late in the morning. It's, it's really crazy. But so I had a few weddings that I haven't, you know, I hadn't finished yet um, right. due to kind of, you know, waiting for clients, um, um, requirements because, you know, sometimes I do these sort of weddings where, you know, the clients right now I'm waiting for a client to, uh, writing the songs for the wedding, which is, Pretty unique, you know, pretty amazing. Mm. But that takes time. So so I'm kind of you know, working on that film at the moment. Um, so I have, as I said, I have been finishing these uh, last season weddings, but also, you know, working on some marketing. And I've signed up for a few, you know, uh, marketing classes, Facebook mm-hmm. advertising, I've been reading about that, you know, understanding uh, the power of funnels and, and, you know, and all that, that you know, dude, that's so much, man. I was like, you know, thinking... <laughs> This is actually a, a you know a freaking business, man. I mean, if you want to run this thing like a business, not just like a, I mean, I'm I, I like to think that I'm very artistic and I've kind of you know, I like the the whole artsy creation part of things. But when it comes to business, you know, it's not really second nature to me. So, you know, reading all this stuff, you know, and and you know books as well, you know, mm-hmm. Seth Golden stuff that I've been kind of you know, trying to internalize and and uh, uh, um, yeah, and it's just like you know. It feels so far away from me from what I'm doing because I mean I'm just like you know to be honest Hannah runs the business you know she's like you know my <laughs> no, she's, she's the soul of the whole thing yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm kind of you no know, I get out there I do the things you know I just create and I talk to people you know and do the fun bit mm-hmm. um, but yeah she's uh, she's doing the business and, and as I said now having this you know opportunity with the you know a forced opportunity with this you know this coronavirus lockdown thing. I have been working on, you know, one of my business, you know, skills. And as I said, you know, research and, and it all comes very interesting, you know, and, 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 you know, it's uh, also a reality check for me to realize that, I mean, it, you know, to run a successful business, you just, you know, it's not just about, you know, the art part of things. It's not just creating, you really need to kind of you know, understand how to, you know, uh, uh, to, to sell your stuff, how to market yourself, you know, how to actually mm. charge, you know, accordingly. It, it's, it's a ton of things, you know. Um, and I was just so to finish, you know, it's a long, long answer. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I'm kind of, you know, go, be going back to old, old, old sort of, you know, habits, you know, like, uh, the music habits, you know, playing my guitar. Right. I started to play a bit of drums as well, you know, and, oh, yeah. um, okay. and I, I've always been, uh, you know, like a sort of, you know, uh, singer songwriter sort of things, you know? Um, but uh, now I've been starting to study the, the classical side of things as well, which I'd never had opportunity to do. So in hindsight, I think you kind of, you know, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying a bit of this kind of, you know, downside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, de- there's definitely uh, pluses and minuses to this uh, whole situation, but uh, yeah, Absolutely. you know, it's funny. Uh, I guess I would call Greg my Hannah. <laughs> Greg also uh, does the majority of the running of the business. Amazing. Whereas I'm like the editor, and I'm, uh, yeah, I'm in the. I was like, I was speaking to Greg recently. I was um, looking back at our portfolio and thinking how I wanted to change. And I, I've started with sure. coloring, so <laughs> I'm like going back and looking at films that kind of have inspired me in the past, and Amazing. you know. Trying to uh, play play around with making our films look, you know, different or trying to match scenes. But like I was speaking to Greg off um, off the podcast, uh, 
you know, the way you shoot and the way you color need to be like, they, they need to go hand in hand. So I'm kind of, sure. I'm, I'm fitting like a, a square peg into a round hole by playing around <laughs> with these colors. It's, it's kind of frustrating me because I would like go out and, and shoot something in a different way, but because I don't have that opportunity, I'm just left with playing around with the content I've already got. And it's tricky, man. It's really tricky. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, this is it. I mean, you just, you just mentioned, you know, if you, if you look in, you know, you know, looking in, you know, into your own business, there's so much that we can do, man. It's just incredible. Mm. Um, because, you know, most of the time, you know, let's face it, we are firefighting, right? I mean, oh, yeah. we do, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure, you know, I'm pretty sure you guys are the same, you know, we most, most of us in the same, on the, you know, in the same boat sort of thing. We, we do a ton of weddings a year, you know, we travel a ton and, you know, and then we edit a ton. So, eventually you're just thinking I'm not doing anything else but kind of you know uh, mm. you know solving the problems in a sense you know so you're not really having you know the time and uh, you know and the motivation and sometimes you know uh, to really work on things as you said like color grading you know it's a you know the science of color you know the way the color applies to you know storytelling and as, as you mentioned mm. you know influence your shooting style you know and and it's a big kind of you know uh mood dictator in my in my opinion you know you you watch mm. a film that's got good color you know it makes you feel something different you know yeah and, uh, and sometimes we don't we don't have time for that we just kind of you know yeah man just you know slap a lot on this uh you know that somebody created for their own film that really yeah. you know is not made for your footage the way you you know for your profile the way you shoot you know because mm. if you shoot a bit you know overexposed you want to expose it, everything's gonna make a difference you know yeah suddenly mm. you applying some look without knowing what you're doing and eventually you know and your footage is looking all weird and the skin tones are looking terrible and is this the thing you know i mean sound design sound i know that's another oh. you know uh, thing that we could go on man it's just incredible i mean uh, you know uh, it's one thing that i've done in, i've done in the past as well which is now uh, it you know comes back to uh also not having the time to kind of you know uh, uh invest in this so i bought a ton of courses man like courses on audio courses on <laughs> mastering courses and mix uh, you name it and it's just you don't do it you just kind of you know you got this thing sitting there like yeah i mean it feels like you know if you buy it you know it but yeah do you guys do you guys do that as well sometimes i mean oh, tell oh me now I'm not, I'm not just a unique you know i'd say guy. i'd say i'm quite prone to that sort of thing it's like oh that looks interesting <laughs> i'll do that at some yeah. point and i'll sign up to it or i'll order it and then like it's a year so later bad. i'll look and go oh wait i never <laughs> did do that course or i never did learn about that <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I do sometimes? <laughs> I find myself uh, researching something, you know, and then I and then I just you know I just find you know get to a page and like oh wow this is this is interesting oh yeah posing technique oh I like that oh yeah let me let me add this to the cart and then suddenly I'm gonna look at my you know my 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 files and stuff you know my now my you know my backup stuff hey I've got this course already <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh what a nuppet you know it's just like it's ridiculous you know. But yeah, but hey, man, it's 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 fun, you know. We you know we we do these weird things, but so it's so good, so good. Yeah, how's uh how how's everyone dealing with their social life? Does everyone have a social life? For the how the how are the well, uh, off work? I mean, I do, we don't have a really kind of an a why. What's the word I'm trying to find? Um, uh, yeah, I guess like a wild network of, you know, sort of a wide network of, you know, friends, I would, as I would say. Okay. We do have friends, obviously, but uh, <laughs> it's close, close friends, you know, as you, you know, I read this the other day, you know, if you look at Facebook, you know, only about, you know, one to, you know, to three percent 
of people that you actually know them, their friends. So, so mm. when you call friends, I mean friends, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. So it, yeah, we're we're trying to kind of you know keep yeah you know keep up with them in terms in terms of like you know doing zooms and stuff like that. Uh, from the side of the business, I'm I'm you know now and again doing a bit of talks now and now and again with people, uh, a bit of live here and there. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh it, it's it's strange because I mean like you know. You say kids that you know for them it's all about you know getting you know hanging around and you know getting together and I see my mm-hmm. son you know um, you know in, indoors you know and trying to kind of you know be in contact with his friends and you know mm-hmm. and I guess times like this PS4 and you know and and playing you know and being able to talk to each other it's such an amazing thing right um, yeah I mean technology I I just I'm thinking like I can't imagine life without technology. Um, let's say during the Black Plague, you know, like in old times yeah. when people didn't have any ways and they have to, you know, to be quarantined, you know. And what sort of life was that? You know, it's just like crazy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. making babies, making babies is probably a good. Thing, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I suppose there is but, yeah, always a plus to c- certain situations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, another thing for me as well. I mean, it, as, coming back to technology, I mean, we've got. We've got movies, man. We've got freaking Netflix. Amazing. I know, man. Right? I know. I mean, it's ah. just like so good. Books, you know, books left and right, people releasing books. And I think the amount of content that is out there, you know, um, it's just, it's just incredible. And, and, and makes, you know, the whole, you know, the whole uh, uh, lockdown situation, you know, uh, much easier to cope on that level. Obviously, we've got other issues that we need to think about it. But, you know, just thinking about, you know, keeping yourself entertained and, you know, learning, uh, communicating and all of that. It's um, having all of this is just amazing. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I've been, I've been doing a lot of uh, playing of my PlayStation, I have to say. Back, back when I was in university, I used to play a lot of like Call of Duty with my friend Paul, who's um, a little bit further away, and uh, we used to just spend hours. And now we're back, we're back to doing it. So I feel like a little bit of a student again, you know. <laughs> Even though I should, I, I should still be working. A student with three kids. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Oh man, ga- games are games are you know it's a, it's good to, you know to sort of you know when you have the time and you can and you can you can actually you know. Uh, spend the time doing it. it's amazing i mean i used to play a lot of it when i was kind of younger but you know as time as time went past you know i'm just thinking like you know i don't know you guys are younger than me you're much younger than me so you probably don't have this this weird thoughts yet but i mean for me you now as i'm as i'm reaching 40 i'm thinking gosh you know man my 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 time here is kind of you know, getting shorter and shorter and so let me just i don't know i just keep thinking i've got to learn something i got to learn something i got to like do something you know different mm. but you know no regrets man playing games you know it's good it, it entertains you know it, it it works you know your you know your your what do you call rapid eye motion whatever i don't know what's the, oh, the yeah. term for that but mm-hmm. you know the your your cognitive skills you know you know make you yeah. a bit more aware of things so it's it's not it's not a bad thing man it's very entertaining my kids <laughs> love it you know i have to kind of get them out of the games you know sometimes because they do a bit too much you know if you let it and they'll just go for hours and hours and hours and it's yeah not not, not, not the right thing i'd say <laughs> yeah How about you greg what you be what, what greg what have you be doing greg what's, yeah. what's your thing then well i was just i was just gonna tell everyone that you've got a new girlfriend greg Yes. Oh, yeah. Just, just the start of lockdown. <laughs> Congratulations! Well, this the start of the lockdown. Yeah. yeah. So was that was that was that, that that's that's strange. Did you actually plan that? <laughs> no. Well, a few weeks before lockdown, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh crap! Now we can't see each other. So oh, just man, chatting on the phone that's... every night and stuff. Yeah. 
you got to really work on your kind of, you know, your old skills, right? Your old, like, you know, you know, talking and, mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, it's like, I, I don't know. I don't know how can I expand this, but you, you guys probably know what I mean. <laughs> and the past was a bit harder, man. You really got to, you know, know your thing, you know, you kind of, you know, your persuasion and, you know, and, and conquering skills, I guess, you know, not being able to see each other and kind of, you know, having that all the, you know, the, all the fields and stuff like that. You probably need to need to work on, you know, a lot of talking, right? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> talking for like hours each night. Uh, so still catching up and FaceTime and stuff. But then we've also oh, got like, a, me and my, my sister organised a family quiz. So every Sunday, the whole family from all over the world gets together on Zoom and does really? a quiz. So like we're always oh, quite a close amazing. family. But the fact that each week we're now seeing each other is even closer than ever. So wow, yeah, mm. that's a it's a plus from this, I guess. That's yeah. that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. I mean, I I thought the other day of you know doing a bit of, um, you know, playing uh, a shred. How'd you call shreds? Oh um, yeah, the little you know, the, oh yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. We love we love playing that during Christmas and stuff. That when the family gets together, and I thought, how can you do this, you know, over Zoom and and kind of make sure that nobody's cheating. <laughs> 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 we need to find a way to play because, uh, yeah, yeah, playing games is good. I mean, we've been doing a lot of games at home, but I mean, we've got the luxury of, you know, being, you know, five of us, you know, it's a, so we kind of, you know, have opportunities for games and stuff like that. I guess it's a bit harder when you, you know, live by yourself or, or you know, it's just a two, two, you know, two people. It must mm. be really more complicated, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's mm. got to be. Greg, is that your Canadian family as well? Uh, no, they're not in on the Zoom. I think time oh, right, difference okay. would be too much for them. I was, I was <laughs> gonna say that would be that's that's some feat there. <laughs> <laughs> how is uh, how is the lockdown in Scotland? Because I haven't been. Uh, I know that kind of obviously you know we're part of the same you know British Empire or whatever. But uh, <laughs> I I know you guys have some kind of different rules there for some things, right? Uh, I've heard the other day even the government has got some better uh, support uh, system in place for for business. And is it is it right or am I completely? off my tits here what's going on <laughs> the the support for businesses and stuff i think is as far as i'm aware it's the same so it all comes from downing street okay sort of thing okay. but yeah with regards to like some of the rules i think boris recently mm-hmm. changed a few for he changed a few but then up here the scottish government were like no no we're sticking with them as they are and when it comes to whatever the sort of what's it called exit plan will be I think the Scottish government might be a bit different to what sort of mm-hmm. Downing Street does, uh, sure. but at the moment it's it's pretty similar. I think. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. I I I guess it's uh, you know everybody's suffering the same, isn't it? Mm. But yeah, I was, I was hoping you guys had a better a better a better system in place than we do here. But oh well, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So, Johnny, we am I right in saying that we first met in Rotterdam? For love's sake. Um, yes, I think it, uh, that's that's true, isn't it? How long, yeah. is, how long ago was that? It was like three or four years ago? Four years yeah. ago. Yeah, I, I guess it must be about four, yeah. That's yeah, crazy, yeah. That was what it done, man. That was, it was good times, right? Yeah, man. I had, I had such a blast. It was so good. Was, same here. I mean, was that the first uh, the first uh, For Love's Sake event, was it? The um, one that yeah. We, yeah. yeah, I think that yeah, was I the first was. one because that's one of the yeah. main reasons why we went is because it was the first sort of filmmaker conference that was specifically for filmmakers in Europe. And then it was absolutely brilliant. Met a lot of really nice people, a good bunch yeah. of people that attended it. Yeah, it's, and it's spoke the same here. It. Yeah. I mean, I also thought, I also thought, okay, 
sorry, I, I, yeah, I said, I also thought it was, I mean, it's a great chance of kind of, you know, getting to know people, see what's, you know, what's going on out there, you know, um, you know, talk to people who, you know, who do the same shit that we do, you know, and kind of, you know, have the same issues, same problems. Mm. So, you know, it's good. That was, that was really good, you know. So that, it, I, mean, I think that's probably, you know, the event where they had more, you know, um, what well, I would say, like, you know, uh, variety group from all over the place, right? Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what, what's going on at the moment. Obviously, at the moment, there's nothing going on, but yeah. I'm not sure if they're still doing it. But um, yeah, man, that was, that was good. That was good. It's good times, yeah. And yeah, Rotterdam it, was beautiful, wasn't it? Like, you know, we oh, had some yeah. really good drinks as well. Yeah, it's a lovely <laughs> city. <laughs> yeah, no, it was pretty cool, I have to say. Was that, was that the one where... Tim from Valera was was that that one? Yeah, he was uh, yeah. he was one of the main speakers, wasn't he? So it was, yeah. I think there was him. There was there was him, Philip, and yeah. uh, Ricardo. I think it was it. There was yeah. a, oh, and yeah. and uh, and Ian. Ian oh, as well, yeah. oh yeah, that's down. right. Yeah, that was that was that was quite that's quite interesting. It, it was good because um, um, you know you're seeing you know people at the top of their games, but um, you know doing a completely different sort of you know styles. I would call mm. them very different, you know. Um, yeah, but you know, and still having their market, you know, having their market and doing their thing, and mm-hmm. uh, which is which is good, you know. It, in in a sense, you, you know, if you, if you think about it, you know, um, it's easy to fall into the trap of you know following you know in the paths of somebody, you know, seeing what people do now. Oh, this guy's success, so I'm going to do the same. But really, yeah. you know, it, it, what he does perhaps doesn't appeal to you, or you know, it's not it's not it's not really natural to you. You're forcing the issue, and and. Perhaps you know going after somebody else's you know you no know, uh, market, uh, mm-hmm. whereas you're never going to be as good as that person, you know. Uh, so that's that's the thing. So seeing that kind of you know you know being that kind of event, seeing you know people, as I said, you know, with different sort of you know uh, business models and you know different products and doing so well, it really, you know, it's an eye opener, isn't it? Yeah, you know, you know the thing that I find so interesting, and my my eyes were opened um, to this. That we all kind of do, we, we we all do the same job, but our 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 thoughts about what we do and how we apply ourselves to to making you know our wedding films and it, it's you know they're all, it's all different, which I find super interesting. No, it is it is true. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I think it's I think it comes. I don't know if I might be wrong. You know, um, it's just like maybe me waffling again. But uh, I think it comes down to you know. Um, the way you would perceive art, right? Um, mm. it, you know, you, people might say, oh, this guy is very pretentious, you know, to be calling himself an artist, you know. But um, I think art is to do with, you know, creation, you know, and we create something, so hence we're an artist, you know. Um, but yeah, so coming back to that, so it, art is very, is very, um, what's the word I'm trying to find? Um, it's very Subjective. personal, isn't it? Subjective, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the way, the way you would see it, the way, so hence, you know, as you, you know, like, like you said before, you know, you know, the way we see things, you know, the way we see our own business and you know, all the things we do, it's going to vary a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Even though we're doing the same thing, we're creating, you know, it, it's it's just a wedding, um, you know, just in quotation marks because, you know, <laughs> weddings are like, there's a lot <laughs> going on. But yeah, man, it, 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 you know, it, we know what's going to happen. You know, I was talking to Remy Ricardo the other day about it in terms of the storytelling, you know, you know, where the conflicts are, you know, you know, the arch, you know, of the, the story, mm-hmm. you know, the resolution, it's always the same. Um, but there's so many ways of creating that story, right? Of retelling that story, you mm. know, the way, even the, I mean, it starts in the way you shoot, the way you approach the wedding, what you're going to focus on, you know, what's going to be important for you. And then obviously the editing is a massive part of it, you know, it's a massive, you know, hence yeah. 
why we're always going to see things in different ways, right? So you probably watch mm-hmm. one of my films or whatever anybody's films and think, mm, I have, I would have added this film differently, and and you know, and it probably would have made a great job, you know, <laughs> you've done a great job. So it's just like <laughs> we see things in completely different ways, right? Yeah, but I, uh, but that's the glory of it, though, isn't it? Really, absolutely, like, absolutely, I agree. I, I, I love that. I'm, it's just the fact that there's no right and wrong, right? Yeah. How good is that? <laughs> I know, I know. It's just know. It's like, you know, rather, you know, it's, it's just, you know, it's no like exact science, you know, obviously yeah. you learn, you know, the, you know, the, the rules and techniques that, you know, we, we obviously break those things, but, uh, <laughs> you know, being able to do something that's like, nobody can tell you this is wrong or yeah. you know, this is right. Mm. No, man, this is, this is how I see it, you know? Yeah. Fuck but at the, it, same, you know? <laughs> at the same time, man, like I, I think about this, like all the time, like for a wedding film, you can go in any, you can go in any direction. So it's kind yeah. of maddening with the abundance of like choice. Um, especially, ju- especially during a wedding season, um, I have been known to, to find a way that works, mm-hmm. um, for certain weddings and, you know, having like in the summer, cause you, you just shoot so many, you've already got the backlog. So you're thinking through the backlog and you're thinking, okay, this kind of template would work for that wedding. So when you get yeah. to it, you can kind of quickly kind of put it together in a way that you've already kind of done before. But that. <coughs> but anyway, let's uh, let's let's, no, let's go. No, on. I just, I just can I just can I just go back to that? I just sort of scoff yeah, here man. because I think that was a very was a very very important point. Mm-hmm. I think first of all, you mentioned you know doing coming back to the template. In my opinion, that's that's absolutely you know uh, valid and and there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Um, for, first of all, we're not recreating the wheel, um, you know, the, you know, the wheel here. I mean, it's, you know, it's been invented already. You know, we're not inventing, you know, anything that's going to save lives and anything like that. Okay. <laughs> and, and if it, I think it was a Lavoisier who said this, you know, nothing and nothing creates, but everything kind of, you know, is copied some shit like that. Oh, you know, yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, I, I, I can't really quote exactly, but I think it's Lavoisier who said this a long time ago. Anyway, um, so why would you go, you know, through, you know, extents, you know, for crazy lamps, you know, and I, I know, especially when, as I said, when you don't have the time, when you're mm-hmm. really working hard in the backlog to really create something weird that's like, you know, ah, oh, man, this is so cool. And right. And guess what? I'd say 80%, 90% of the times, you know, uh, the clients, you know, they either don't understand what you're doing, where you're coming from. Right. Yeah. No, it happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Or, or they don't freaking care. Right. They don't, mm. I mean, they just want their standard wedding video. You know, they want to see their, their people. They want to see, you know, people having a good time. They want, obviously they want, they hired you because they saw in you, in your work, you know, mm. a, a, you know, a taste, you know, uh, you know, a level of artistry that, that, you know, they excited them about having you, you know, your colors, whatever that is, the editing, whatever, whatever, you know, mm. so, Obviously, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be accountable for that. So why would you go, you know, mental and it's just like, you know, obviously I think there's a space for experimentation. I'm not saying don't do it. I mm. do it all the time during the shooting. I mean, you know, I, while I'm shooting, I first get the stuff that I need to get that is safe. Yep. That the clients, you know, saw on my website, they're going to expect to see that. And then I go mm. mental and then I do my shit, you know, yeah. half of the time, <laughs> yeah, half the time nobody's going to see that stuff. You know, it's like, yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> that was really bad. I mean, that <laughs> felt really horrible. Or the client, kind of, what is that? I was like, okay, yeah. let's move on. Right? So mm-hmm. it's just between me and them, you know, obviously the photographer sometimes that, you know, and, and that ends there. But if 
I come up with something that's really interesting. Yeah, I'll add that here and there, but I'm not going to change completely, you know, the structure and soul of my, of my work because, you know, I'm trying to recreate something that's kind of, you know, and as I said, sometimes they don't even care or don't want it. I've done mm-hmm. films, you know, where I went crazy and the couple said, oh, oh okay. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really nice. But I felt like, oh, no, they, they don't like it. You know, and they're like, oh, I really like mm-hmm. this film. And there was a film that was really simple, straight cuts, nothing else, you know, simple, mm-hmm. you know, that's it, man. We don't have to, to go, you know, to, you know, to lens to create something that sometimes, you know, is not us. And that's, yeah. You know, uh, there, as I said, there is time for experimentation, you know, like, like now, you know, <laughs> go back to your old footage and re-edit some trailer in a completely madly way and see how that works. Who knows? Yeah. If you love that and, and if it came natural to you, that might be a different market that you should be able to tap into. Yeah. 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 Sorry, big waffle. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 um, I love that chat. Because you do, you know, during busy seasons when you're not able to be or or you maybe you choose not to be as intensely you know creative in that kind of way you do kind of feel like am i cheating things a little bit but no, yeah. you're not as, you're as not long as because you're, you're just as long as your personal sort of standard and quality are high enough as Jonah yeah. says the client are going to love their film it's going to be mm. yeah. your high quality it's going to be acceptable for them they're going to love it yeah so yeah, exactly. I mean, I I mean, the, the, I remember I remember Tim actually mentioned this uh, at Lovesake. Uh, uh, he mentioned something about uh, there's uh, there's the meal and there's the the real right. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm not sure if I agree completely with that, but I see the point. You know where he comes he comes from. You know, there are some weddings. You know that that you're given this the whole ingredients. You know, you're given everything. Kind of you know, you're given the location. You're given you know the you know the design, the styling. You it's a ton of shit, man. And and obviously the couple when sometimes when they hire you, they want they wanted to actually, you know, uh, what's the word I'm trying to find to really maximize on those things, really show off. Right. But there are weddings where the client, the client gets you, you know, and they really want a documentary, you know, piece. Um, mm. uh, because, you know, that's, 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 all, that's what they want. You know, they're not going for the flashy things. They're not going for the, you know, for the weird stuff. And, and, you know, uh, again, I think this is something that Sharon says, you know, no matter what you provide to your clients, if you're true to yourself, if you're true to, you know, to, to, to the events, to the couple, they'll love it. They will absolutely mm-hmm. love yeah. it. Okay, you, you don't have to, you know, create something that's not there, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, again, coming back to that, I'm not against people experimenting. I'm not against people, you know, trying to do something different. But be true to yourself, you know. See, you know, what is it What is it that you need to do here? Or are you forcing the issue? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, oh, yeah, and come back to templates. Um, I use templates, man. I mean, um, <laughs> you know, I have, I have no problem saying that. So, no. um I mean, we do, we do a ton of long films, long films, um, re, uh, you know, editing, uh, long films, you know, what I call long films, like to, you know, 15 to 20 minutes sort of thing. Uh, it's, it's tasking, man. It really takes a lot of you in. So, and those films are very, they're very personal. I mean, I don't, I don't need to recreate, you know, the, you know, reinvent, you know, the, you know, the theory, the relativity, you know, the gravity, whatever, every time. And I, I can use a template for that. So obviously my, <clears throat> The stuff that, sorry about that. No, that's right. <clears throat> sorry. So the highlights that I put online, they're normally a bit more, you know, worked out in terms of like, uh, I, I try to make them different from each other if I can. Sometimes, you know, it's just don't need to. 
But mm-hmm. the main films that people get, they normally, you know, follow the same structure, you know. Um, they, they have the same sort of layout, the same sort of, you know, uh, arch, the same sort of like, you know, uh, uh, pacing, rhythm, because that's kind of, you know, that's a format that I found that works, you know, and people love what they see. Uh, you know, most of the time they love this film much more than they love the highlights because, you know, they don't see their, their loved ones. They don't see, you know, uh, they don't get to uh, invest on a scene. It's really mm-hmm. everything is going like click, 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 boom, boom, boom. It's like, okay, that's really <laughs> cool. I can see you know how to edit. But yeah, yeah, but it's like, you know, give me the film, give me my people, give me my, my lovely moments. And yeah, that's yeah. the main film where you take, where you kind of slow down, you breathe in, you know, which I don't do very often. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then you uh, give them some nice film. That's, that's it. <laughs> Even though we're 40 minutes in. <laughs> Um, we always like to kind of ask this CV question, right? Who are you and what do you do? Well, that's a cool question, man. You should have prepared me for this before. (laughs) I always like, I always like to ask this completely unprepared because I always like to see how people attack it. Okay. Okay. So who am I and what, what what, do you do? What do I do? Okay. Okay, I am a genuine, uh, loud, um, energetic uh, family man who loves to socialize and is passionate about art. Okay, and Mm -hmm. what I do, um, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you know, I'm just trying to kind of, you know, um, live a good life, you know, um, set some good standards and, uh, you know, and, and, and leave, I don't know, leave some sort of legacy for my kids, you know, something that when they, when they, you know, when I'm not here, you know, maybe, or even if I'm here, obviously, hopefully, and, and, you know, when they grow up, they, you know, they have their kids, uh-huh. it, they're going to be remembered for, you know, uh, the good things, you know, I mean, and, and, and the example that I, that I set for them, um, Obviously, uh, in audio, the stuff that we do out there, it's important as well, obviously, leaving, you know, a name, a legacy. But I think the most important thing for me, it's kind of, you know, uh, being a family person, being a father, you know, being a husband. Um, that's the grand scheme of things. But if you want to bring it down to a level of weddings, you know, I mean, I'm, what I do, I just, you know, I just document, document, you know, live events. Very cool. Man. Nice. I de- from your description <laughs> of who are you, I definitely picked up that vibe of all those things from meeting you in Rotterdam. It definitely rung true. Yeah, oh, 100%. Man. 100%. Yep. Your Fine energy was the one thing energy. that I remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess you can't shy from that. And you, you, you got to hear my voice somewhere. <laughs> Who's that guy that's talking louder than everybody else? <laughs> so talking about, talking about the work side of who you are, how, how did you get started in wedding films? And am I right in saying that you do some wedding photography as well? Or Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, um, yeah, I started uh, about, uh, I don't know, I was like uh, six, seven years ago or something like that. And uh, business-wise, I would say, because uh, I first saw uh, 
a video that a friend of mine put online of his family, you know, and he was, sh- I think it was shot on a 7D. And I just loved how, you know, the, the bokeh, which I didn't really know how to, what the name was, you know, is bokeh, yeah. bokeh, whatever. And, bokeh, yeah. and I just, yeah, and I just love how that thing feels so buttery and like, you know, the motion, mm. obviously, you know, uh, he shot it really well. And I was like, oh man, this is so cool. I want to do this to my, for my family as well, because I always had, you know, cameras, I always had, you know, been, I've been dabbing into photography, you know, ever since I remember really, you know, had, had cheap cameras, never could afford anything, you know, decent, but always had a little camera. Um, but yeah, so when I saw it, I was like, oh man, this is cool. So I contacted him, asked him what, what he was doing. He's like, oh, this is, yeah, man. And uh, he was starting a business as well. He was doing wedding videos and he was doing like uh, Indian Indian weddings. Actually, yeah. I'm going to shout, give a, give a shout to him. David Garcia, a good friend of mine um, uh, from, from Zenith Cinematogra- Cinematography, I think that's the name of this company. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so from that, I like, yeah, I bought a 5D and I was like, yeah, this is so cool. But I started to shoot family videos, you know, uh, you know, the kids modeled a lot for me. They like, they, I mean, they hate nowadays when we go out, anything I've got a camera on me. Right. And I'm always asking, Oh, can, Oh, this light, this light, stop here. Oh, Luke, come here. I was like, Oh no. Oh my God. You know, so I'm always behind, lurking behind the background. They're walking in front. I mean, I'm right now I'm editing a, a family family uh, holiday video that we did like in Italy. And there's always, there's no me in the film at all. There's always them in the background doing things. But anyway, I diverse. Um, so yeah, so I always, I saw, I got this camera and I started doing the family stuff. And then um, I, I've, okay, wedding videos sound like cool you know i saw i went online so a lot of people doing it i was like yeah that's a good way to get into you know filmmaking and uh so i did a f- couple of weddings for free uh for friends that are you know friends of mine that I, I used to work in social service at the time so they were getting married and just like shot their wedding and uh, the next year i charged like 500 pounds and shot like two weddings and the third one i i charged like 800 pounds and um, and then suddenly I just jumped to 1500 straight away. And uh, yeah, it's been, it's been kind of, you know, moving since, you know, ever since. But yeah, yeah so I started from doing stuff for free and then three weddings, five weddings, you know, to 20 and, and, and so on. Yeah. Um, and the photography parts of things so in terms of business came about two years ago. Uh, although, you know, ever before we started doing films, I really wanted to do photography. Right. That was the main, that was the main reason why I kind of, you know, I bought the camera and I thought, I want to, I want to document, you know, I want to do better photography uh, with better camera. I want to learn this and really develop. But then obviously I saw the opportunity with, with weddings because uh, let's face it, um, even nowadays, man, you know, the level, you know, I think there's, there's much, there are a lot more um, um, high quality photographers than there are videographers. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, yeah. So, I mean, obviously there's, there's, it's, it's it's gone massively, you know, massively, you know, uh, uh, has developed massively since then. But um, so I saw this opportunity and that's when, that's when I decided, okay, maybe I should do wedding films and uh, uh, because, you know, I had always had the passion for films as well. So I thought, yeah, that's kind of interesting. It's a way into it. And, um, and then the photography, obviously, as I developed, you know, build the brand and, you know, things started to kind of you know, work, work out mm-hmm. for us. You know, we, we added photography to the business as well. Yeah, yeah. Does does uh, does Hannah shoot with you at all? She does. Yeah, she's uh, yeah. Okay. Hannah Hannah's very very confident shooter, although she doesn't seem to like you know the you know the I don't know. I mean, I, I say this, but she's probably gonna get upset when I say this. But she doesn't seem to like the wedding so much. I mean, I think she she likes okay. the editing more than more than more than the you know the 
the the events itself but i mean we've uh-huh. we've shot some really really cool events together and she's done some stuff by herself and i mean she she's traveled to us and and a lot of places by herself as well and 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 it's great man it's, it's good because uh you know we can we can rely on each other you know and, and learn from each other all the time as well and, and it's it's great you talk talking about travel because you you shoot a lot of uh destination weddings yes you? yes i mean i have been it's this the thing i think uh, i'm not sure how this actually you know, became the main part of things, but I mean, I can't I remember how it started, but um, yes, yeah, suddenly, I mean, I'm, I'm like, you know, doing more weddings uh, abroad than, you know, than locally. And, and, and I mean, with the coronavirus thing, like now I'm, I'm kind of regretting <laughs> because I'm like, maybe I should be doing things more locally. <laughs> but yeah, the business went on, 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 on the path that, um, yeah, obviously I worked on that. I always wanted to travel, you know, it's been, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been traveling my whole life, man. I'm left Brazil, you know, and then lived in Portugal and, you know, in Spain and kind of you know here and, and always loved, you know, you know, getting to know new cultures, you know, languages and people and all of that. Um, so yeah, it's always something that we tried, but it really kind of, you know, um, got really big last two years we've done i'd say 80 85 percent of our stuff abroad yeah okay and how many how many weddings do you tend to book a year so um, um wise it's been it's been it's been kind of a uh coming down on numbers you know i'd say uh-huh. um from our biggest season ever we did 46 weddings that is wow. was absolutely insane you know yeah. we had Damn. we had a terrible time and i think and i also think that the the work wasn't that consistent, you know, it was really, it wasn't really great. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously we realized, okay, that's, that's the point where, you know, we need to really work on all the business things and then, and, and charge a bit more, you know, and do quality rather, you know, than quantity. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we did. So we, we, you know, put the prices up and, and started to kind of, you know, target different market as well. And, uh, and I think we did 36, <laughs> we got down like 10 and then, uh, <laughs> But then we did another 30 the next year. And mm-hmm. it's probably last year we did uh, between, I think it's between 25 and 30. I think it was closer to 30 as well. Um, so the plan is to do, I mean, the plan was to do between 15 and 20 this year. And when when the lockdown hit us, you know, um, what was it like February, isn't it? February, the things, uh, February, uh, March, March, actually. Yeah, March. We had, I think we had 14 weddings. So we were waiting for another, you know, six or so for the year. Uh, which mm-hmm. normally comes, you know, we, all, we always get our bookings within, I would say, six months of the wedding. And yeah. with some of the biggest commissions being, I don't know, three to two months. It's, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a hard living, you know, it's a hard way to kind of, uh, you know, to, uh, I don't know, to be, to be counting on those last minute bookings, you know, and, and mm-hmm. plan for it. But it, it's been really, really working for us in the last, the last few years. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. so I would say 20 is the number for us now, uh, uh, you know, and that's kind of what we want to be. Yeah, that sounds healthy. Um, that sounds like a healthy number there. Yeah, how about you guys? What is what is the, what is what does it look like for in terms of numbers? Yeah, we we tend to aim for around the twenty mark as well. So anything really in the region from fifteen to twenty five, I think we mm-hmm. we usually level out around eighteen twenty two is what we do most years. Yeah, yeah um, sounds sounds good. It's totally relate with you on the within the last six months and then even some later. I remember yeah. in the early years, I used to be like, oh my God, the bookings are way down this year. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, in the last six months, you're like, oh, we've got a full calendar. How'd that happen? 
So, <laughs> yeah, Greg, can definitely man. This to is. That. I mean, you. I mean, you, if you have an opportunity to talk to her at some point, you will. You will hear. You know, she will tell you. I go absolutely mental. You know, if people think, you know, um, oh yeah, the guy is very confident. Oh, he's doing great. You know, I mean, it. It's. It's like we. We have some kind of you know life that obviously it's out there and stuff like that. But, oh man, I, I get so insecure sometimes with that. You know, I, this is, I mean, me opening up to you guys. I mean, I'm being honest, you know. You know, mm. I, I I know there's a lot of smoke and mirrors in this industry. People say things that that's beyond them never happens. I'm like, oh yeah, you're bullshitting, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> uh, but I'm telling you, obviously, you know, sometimes I get like, oh man, six months and like, dude, we only have 10 bookings. You know, what what's going to happen? You know, we need, you know, we've got a lot of outgoings and this and that. And Hannah says, just calm the freak down. Just, you know, <laughs> just keep doing your thing. Just don't worry, man. What's going on? It's like, you know, just, you know, be confident yeah. doing your thing. It's like, and I was like, should he bring the prices down? She goes, no, 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 no. Just calm down. And suddenly- I'm assuming she's the one that keeps the spreadsheets with dates of when people book and stuff like that. Absolutely. She, she does all of that, man. She does all of that. Yeah. yeah. We, she does like uh, the, we, we run things through a, we don't have a CRM, but we do like a, uh, quick books, I think. And she uses right. spreadsheet uh-huh. and I, I, I mean, I started this thing, but some, somewhere down the line, I, I got sidetracked and I lost completely. <laughs> I mean, business wise, you know, and now she's kind of, you no, know, she, she does it everything. You know, I, I go to her and say, can I buy this? Nope. Uh, can I just know? It's like, yeah, okay, you can buy this. If you sell this, you can buy it. I was like, okay, that's me trying to sell something. But yeah, that's 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 how it happens, man. And and oh my god. So I get your, I like you said, Greg. I get you. Like, oh man, what's gonna happen? But they will come, man. They will come. You need to be confident. Yeah. You need to stick to your guns, you know. And if something is not working, it's probably because of you. Honestly, so what you need to do, just kind of, you know, you know, just slow things down, you know, break down what's going on, you know, and work on your website, work on your blogs, you know, whatever, your social media, you know, your craft, maybe you're charging more than you should. That's, that's sometimes is reality, right? And, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, you know, my, my overall advice is obviously, you know, you stick to your thing, you know, because, uh, there'll, there'll be clients, so there'll be clients for everybody out there. Yeah. yeah, you know, I I joked about uh, how Greg was uh, my Hannah. Seriously, we have the exact <laughs> same dynamic because I am the exact same. Uh, even when it comes to buying equipment, I'm like, Greg, can I can I get this? He's like, No, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, Please. <laughs> and then I'll be the same. I'll be so like, funny. Look, if you're if you're wanting to buy that, you have to sell something. We're yes. not buying more kit. You've got to replace some kit. <laughs> Dude, it's so it's so cool that you found. I mean, are you guys related, by the way? Nope. No, no. Well, we and university. how's the how? I'm, I wonder. I mean, I'm now I'm, I'm starting to ask you questions now. I'm going to interview you because it's so interesting how you find. You know, you seem to be like two different characters. You know, with one of the mind for like the numbers and business, the other one for arts, and 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 you kind of like, yeah, man, let's do something together. How how did that work? You know, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm curious. Well, we we met in university studying uh, music technology. Oh, dude, music. And, um, I, mean, I think yeah I think music was the connector because we liked mostly like mo- mo- most of the same bands yep. we both Amazing. had long hair we dressed the same <laughs> you know oh really <laughs> long hair uh, <laughs> man it was uh, funny times back then yeah. and then just throughout throughout working together and sort of finding our feet in business like nine ten years ago it just evolved in the way that yeah Simon's wait, wait. more of the creative aspect did you say 19? Nine or 10. I can okay, never remember nine. exactly. I think it was 2010 that we started. So about, oh, wow. yeah. That's... No, we, start, we, st- we started before that, Greg. 
Really? When the first wow. wedding was 2011. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. And yeah, you guys, it just sort of evolved you... in the way that, okay, Simon tends to gravitate towards these tasks. I gravitate towards the sort of systems and numbers and organizing things. So <laughs> it just evolved. And you guys, and and you guys argue like a couple sometimes as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, so oh, that's yeah. that's a full on relationship. <laughs> <laughs> even even Greg's developed this kind of like passive aggressive stare at me whenever oh, I'm doing something sh- bad. I'm like, oh shit, Greg's annoyed at me or something. Oh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh man, this is so funny. <laughs> this is yeah. so we, funny. We've essentially been married for like ten years. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. More than yeah. being married. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, man. I love that. That is so cool. Yeah. Amazing, amazing how you guys, you know, work together. And how does it work in terms of films? And I mean, like, do you, I mean, do you, do you agree to listen to each other, uh, you know, when feedback time comes or do you send each other the films that you edit? What is that, what is the process for you? Yeah, Be- well, Because Hannah and I, we do that, you know, we kind of, you know, uh-huh. she, she sends me the stuff that I can have a look at the colors, you know, and, and music, mm-hmm. that's kind of my thing mainly. And then, you know, and yeah. I, I go to her for like shot selection, you know, mood and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I think with the editing, I mean, because I literally leave all of the business admin to Greg, he just leaves me with all the editing. Oh, um, right. So, so pretty much, yeah, it's all me editing wise. Oh, of course, I I do once once the films are exported, I do hand them over to Greg, mm-hmm. and he does like the final check, Got checking it. for yeah. errors. So if there was any checking for anything like that. If there was any colouring issues or story issues, that's when I'd be like, mate, this isn't working. Have another look wow. at it. Wow. But essentially, like there's Simon and then there's one other editor in the team. I just leave it to those those two people to do the editing. I do the final check and then give feedback from there. But yeah, it works oh, wow. well. That's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. Man. So did you say you guys have another two editors, is that right? One other editor. Oh, wow. It, and yeah. working mm-hmm. full-time? He works on a freelance basis. He works freelance for loads space. of people on loads of different projects as well. Oh, man. Yeah. I need to I need to talk to you off off script at some point about how that works for you guys, you know, because, uh, you know, obviously, it's two of us editing you. Uh, but sometimes, you know, when in the peak season, you know, and we want to bring down our our delivery time because at the moment we do, mm-hmm. you know, three months and then six months. Uh, yeah. I want to, I want to really, you know, improve on that sometimes. And I yeah. think we should, could do better, but yeah. So having mm. somebody else would, would, would be an interesting one. Although I'd find, I'd find so hard to, to hand over artistic choices, you know, and, and I'm so yeah. possessive over um, the things that I do, man. It's terrible. It's really terrible. It's like, I need yeah. to, um, yeah, yeah. I guess it's, I guess it's a um, business decision, right? yeah i mean I'm, I'm the exact same with you like i'm i'm like when greg gives me changes to make that are mm-hmm. like story based <laughs> i always i always get because, a little bit because personal. <laughs> yeah no exactly exactly um so it's quite interesting that with that with you know with that um in terms of our other guy um though uh, one i think we've got a good match in terms of our creative outlook Sure. Um, but two, because I know I am kind of that personal way, I it, I will give him a whole wedding to edit. Ah. So and then I won't I won't even look at it because you I will. Look at, yeah, yeah. I I trust him to make a good job, and sure. you know that that's where we're kind of at. So yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. But, that's I mean, and I guess you know. Uh, 
at least you you know you don't have to kind of you know be over the guy's shoulder and say you know over his shoulder and say yeah not this this one get this mm. and that it's uh, yeah yeah it's, it's probably a yeah. good idea yeah I need I need, need to, yeah. to take a note mm. into that really have a look into it is actually handy as well because obviously you know Greg's one point of view but to be able to talk to someone who's more editor uh, minded you know um, if I have an issue or a technicality that I'm kind of like having trouble with, it's quite good to get him on board and just be like, hey, how do I you know, tweak this? Or, you know, vice versa, if he's got um, something that he needs to perfect, but maybe needs another eye on, um, that can yeah. be good. No, that's good. That's yeah. good. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. With Jack was designed from the ground up and is tailored specifically for creatives. Whether you provide a service like design, development or photography or offer advice to clients, With Jack is for you. It's focused on creatives. Insurance shouldn't be complicated, so With Jack has made every step easy. You'll deal with one form and talk to one Jack as you sign up, get covered and move on with your day. With Jack is all about bespoke insurance for creatives. Simple. That doesn't mean more forms or faff, it means less. It's not about endless features and stale service. It's about one solid policy and the personal touch. Bye-bye, unnecessary fuss. Hello, creative-friendly insurance. Be a confident creative. But yeah. So, so tell us what your experience is being a destination filmmaker. Because we've had we've spoken to a lot of photographers who do like destination um, photography. But I always feel like filmmaking is just a different story because <laughs> of the amount of equipment we need to have, um, you know, like all, all, all the technicalities. So, so what's been your experience with, um, with traveling and shooting? Well, that's, that's a very, very interesting uh, question because, um, I mean, a lot of the times, you know, we tend to picture, you know, paint this destination as, a, as, an, a, as an amazing, you know, wow, man, this guy's doing destination. Um, but it's not all of that. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's, let's start by, by the travel, man. Most of the times I am traveling on budget airlines because I'm doing, yeah. uh, if I'm doing, if mm-hmm. I'm doing Europe, it's normally because I live, you know, near Stansted, I'm traveling either Ryanair or EasyJet. So it starts bad. Okay. <laughs> it's not perfect. Yep. Obviously, obviously if I'm doing, you know, further destinations, then we, we, we have a better time, obviously, you know, with British Airways and all of that. And, and, and then the whole thing starts to get better. Um, but I'm not saying that everybody that we shoot in Europe is bad. Obviously, you know, uh, sometimes you, get, you can get, you know, in the, in the budget, you manage to get a better ticket, you know, but I always mm-hmm. try to, for me, it's very important that I be in, I be in control of everything, you know, of the whole process in terms of like the travel was very important because, you know, the airplane, you know, it, it starts bad, but then once you land in the country, you need to try to make your stay there as, as you know, as best as possible. Um, yes. So, you know, I get paid. I, I sorry, I asked for a fee. It's a fee that I, that I, you know, we worked out the work for us and we, and from there we pay, you know, the hotel, everything, you know, cars. And so I booked the hotel that I want, the car that I want, you know, the location that I want. So it's kind of, you know, it's more, I'm more in control. So I'm set to have a better time than normally. If you let the couple book for you, it's not that they, they have bad intentions. Obviously, you know, it's, you know, they, with what is good for them in terms of standards, they don't know your standards and, you know, maybe their friends are staying there as well. And sometimes sure. you want to, you want to be a bit separate, you know, it's, there's a whole lot of things that need to be considered. Um, so yeah, um, 
but then then you know you think about it you know yeah traveling is great and all of that you get to know the places um but most of the time you know i'm traveling by myself um or Hannah's talking about herself. It's, so it's rare the cases where we both are shooting destination together. Um, so okay. for us, you know, in my case, you know, I guess it's different for you guys. Um, you know, I'll be staying in some hotel by myself, eating by myself, you know, drinking by myself. You know, I'm going, to, I'm going scouting the location. So basically, I don't really experience the place as a as a holiday location, as a as a destination as such. Most yeah. of the times, I'm actually it's hard work, man. I'm you know, um, I'm actually you know staying there and 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 working really hard, you know. Um, uh-huh. And then you think about. Um, you know, being a destination wedding, obviously people have big expectations in terms of locations, what you're going to show. So hence, mm. you know, if you haven't been there before and most, most times and I don't like to shoot at places um, where I've shot anyway. So I'm always scouting for new locations. So that's, you know, you got to really invest in time. you got to invest in kind of, you know, resources so that, you know, before you land, you're not, you got to be prepared, you know, you know, okay, I've got a list of places where I need to check. That could be, you know, interesting for a you know, pre-wedding shoot or post-wedding shoot or even during mm. the portrait session, you know, on a wedding day. So all of that, you know, comes into place. Um, and then yep. comes to logistics. Let's talk about logistics, you know, the technical side of things, you know. Um, <laughs> it is true, you know, as a, as, a, as a videographer, you know, if you want to, I mean, I I don't believe in this thing, you know, the people nowadays, they're going on about, you know, it's, it's uh, oh yeah, you just, you need to shoot a wedding with one camera and one lens, you know, oh, I've, Oh man, I don't know. It's it's this person. Obviously, you know they they might work for them. But for me, you need mm-hmm. to have the equipment. You you need to do a great job. You know to to do, uh, you know to create your art. You know so and there's no uh-huh. there's no wrong. There's no shame in using two three cameras or whatever. You know gimbals and, and airplanes or shit. Whatever you need to use, do it. You just use it. That's that's fine. Mm-hmm. But then again, you know when you're traveling, you got to think about you know what's going to make you, you know uh, what's going to make your life easier. You know. First of all, you can't yeah. take a lot in terms of, you know, uh, luggage weight, you know, and then sometimes you can only have two, you know, to carry on with you, to carry on luggage, you know. So yep. it makes everything a bit more complicated. So you need to think about what is what is your priority. Um, so I, you know, so most of the times, you know, for me, the only thing that I'm taking more than a photographer nowadays is pretty much my audio kit and, um, well, not, not just, I would say the audio kit, um, I take a tripod and a monopod that a photographer might not have and, um, and the drone. That is the only things that I, yep. but everything else, if you look at my bag, it's going to be exactly like the photographer. So we pretty much travel the same way because um, oh, okay. all, all of these things, you know, they're going to go like the, the drone, um, uh, the, the monopod and tripod, uh, mm-hmm. apart from the audio, the audio comes with me, but all this sort of stuff goes in my, in my checked check luggage. So yeah, I'm yeah. traveling. With, I'm traveling with a rucks, rucksack, solid rucksack, with two cameras and four lenses. Uh, my audio kit, you know, and probably a few cables, you know, like you know those things that you need for like you know last minute emergencies. And that's pretty oh, yeah. much it. Um, okay. But it gets pretty heavy, man. It's I mean, it's uh, it, you know, if you're thinking <laughs> about you, you know, if you're doing a wedding in you know in a, in a place like I don't know, uh, I don't know, I don't know Paris, you know, and in in, in the city. Of course, kind of, you know, not too bad. But if you're doing a wedding, I don't know, in the mountains, you know, in, in, in Iceland or whatever, you know, you guys, you guys done it, you know, you've got to, you got to hike up pretty high and walk a lot of these things in your bag. So 
you're not necessarily having a great time <laughs> as people think. You're like, oh, dude, this stuff in the world is so, I don't know, it's so poetic. You know, it's not, there's no nothing poetic about it. You get wet, mm. you know, you get, you know, you get tired, you know, you get blisters and, you know, it, it's really hard, you know, sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you and then it comes. Oh, you yeah, mentioned I'll, some kit there. Um, what, what is your sort of go-to body and lens combo? Oh, it's always, is. I mean, my favorite lens is always the 50 millimeter. Um, I, so I use my, my main setup. I mean, that I have on me all the time, it would be the 7S2, uh, with a little road, uh, micro, the little microphone on top. Cause I found power. Oh, yeah. oh man. Oh, just so important. Uh, in the past, yeah. you know, I used, I used to just, uh, not, not, not care about that again, because, you know, listen to people that's like, oh yeah, you don't need that. You don't need to go. You don't need sound that, nah, none, none of that. Just, you know, just be, I became my own person and, and do the things that I think it works for me. It makes my film look and sound better. Um, so yeah, that microphone is, is a godsend. It's so good. Um, and the lens, uh, it's going to be a Canon 50 millimeter 1.2, the L series, uh, with mm. the, because I'm using Sony, I'm using the MC11 from Sigma, the adapter. Okay. And, um, and again, because of my shooting style, I should really shallow. Everything's really shallow. I would always yeah. have a, I always have an ND filter, uh, ND mm-hmm. either 16 or 32 I've got in my pocket, but it's on the lens all the time. I'm always using mm. that. Do you have a tilt shift? I do. I do have a tilt shift as well. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Well, I've got two. I need to sell one actually. <laughs> I've got, as Hannah <laughs> telling me, I've got, um, um, my go-to is the 45, the 45, uh, from Canon, uh, tilt shift, oh, yeah. uh, which yeah. I use that a lot, you know, let's say, uh, last year last year not so much but a year before and i mean i'm kind of you know uh, i don't know how can i say i'm can i say that i'm coming off a bit off of it a bit i'm not sure i love yeah. the lens i love the look of it but i just find that sometimes i don't have the time to use it so much okay um um especially if you're doing if you're doing a high-end weddings where you know there's a lot of things going on um and mm. sometimes i shoot these weddings by myself man it's absolutely crazy and you have to be running from places to places. So at that time, you just go into coverage mode. You go into obviously creative coverage, but you don't have the, you know, the, the luxury, you know, to, of, you know, of changing lenses all the time and, you know, being, to create something, you know, interesting with the tail shift. If I have the time, obviously yeah. I, I will do that. Um, you know, obviously you do your, your scheduling, you see what you're going to do, uh, uh, on the wedding day, how, you know, how busy the wedding is going to be, you know, the, the planners you're working with and you assess that before you go. So if you think that you're going to have opportunity to use it, why not always, always take it. Um, and the other yeah. one, as I said, I have two is a 24 from Canon as well, 3.5, which is beautiful, you know, uh, in terms of like, you know, coverage is an amazing lens. However, it's hard yeah. to shoot because, um, it really distorts the, the edges quite a lot. And, uh, um, and mm. I know the lines get really messed up. So you really need to know how to work with it. You need time to work with that lens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hence I don't recommend it so much for people who are starting on tilt shift, you know, the 45 on the other hand, it's simple. It just works perfectly. Yeah. No, that's yeah. cool. Do um, you guys, do yeah, you guys I've always, use, I've, sorry, on you go. No, I was just going to say, do you, do you guys use tilt shift as well? Um, we don't have a tilt shift lens, although this year I've purchased a few lens babies. Oh, I see. Which are just which are just a little crazy, to be honest. Does does um, it work? Um, you know, I love using them during the dancing. 
it kind of gives gives your image kind of this kind of like hazy drunken kind of vibe I was just going to say, I mean, you, you, I mean, if people look at, look at my stuff nowadays, they see a lot of that, you know, as you said, the haziness and the blurry, but mm. I would say that 80% of that nowadays is, is uh, freelancing. Um, yeah. I do uh, a lot yeah. of, I do a lot of freelancing much more than I use tilt shift. So if mm. you see some of that blur, you know, like the, the dreamy sort of stuff is me playing around with the 50 millimeter, you know, uh, um, you know, freelanced. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, uh, I hadn't quite mastered uh, freelancing, if I'm honest. Um, you don't have that's to. That's why I went for the... I just, I just love <laughs> the it's look. It's all about I, the I, 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 just, I love that kind of... Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You don't have to. The freelance is about, you know, get a safe shot and then just go mental. Go mental. You have like <laughs> 10 shots, yeah. one of them is going to be good. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, well, well because, um, because I didn't feel confident, uh, I went the, the lens baby route because they have a kind of um, freelancing... Um, I can't even remember what it's called, but yeah, you can put the thirty-five on it and kind of gives you this a similar kind of vibe. So, oh, that's cool. That's what I've been. Uh, no, it sounds that's good. What I've been using a bit. I do need to practice freelancing because I, I I love the way it looks. There you go. It's a little um, project for the lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh man, talking about things I love the look of that that Chinese film that you did. Oh um, man. Thank oh, you. Oh man, it was absolutely incredible. Oh, thank you. Did you like it? <laughs> Oh, I, I thought I thought it was wonderful. Um, yeah, I, I I have to ask, how did you arrange the shoot with? Uh, I, I don't know what he's called, the boatman. Yeah, the, the guy on the the raft, the comrade fisherman. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, can you yeah. can you like tell us how that came about? Well, that's I, I can't. Unfortunately, I cannot claim the credits for that one. That one was ah, okay. uh, no. That one was uh, my good friend Don from uh, from Don Mas Helen, Don Bringers. Ah, so okay. yeah, so he had. Uh, so it's it's a common thing um, in that area in the region because of, you mm-hmm. know the mountains and the lakes, uh, the rivers. Sorry, yeah. there's a lot of them there. So there's a lot of those fishermen that uh, if you go to any tourist sort of you know uh, information, you will find telephone numbers and stuff like that. So you can just hire them. So what Don, Don, what Don did was to, you know, he, he contacted them beforehand. I think it was Helen actually who organized for him, um, for us. And she, um, yeah, just hired a guy for the day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which is not really expensive, you know, considering. And, and, um, so he, and then he takes us on his boat, a real, like, you know, uh, you know, a uh, motorboat sort of thing to this area, which uh-huh. is really secluded, right? Um, uh-huh. and, and that was pretty much what, what happened, man. It's just like, you know, making the contacts and I guess, you know, doing the research beforehand. And obviously mm-hmm. I knew that Don had that organized already. So we, you know, I didn't, I didn't have to do anything for that one. Um, that was, it was just like, you know, it was a cool, it was a cool, you know, experience, you know, and, uh, and I think it added a lot to the, to the, to the film, you know, it was, you know, it was really made mm-hmm. it really, um, I don't know, atmospheric, right? The whole, you know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's, that's, that's how we went on that one. Mm-hmm. Credits wow, to Don. Yeah. <laughs> so well looking, done, looking at your portfolio and your website, there seems to be a sort of a slight difference between the filmmaking stuff and the photography where it looks like more of the photography is a bit more local and UK based. Is that something that's just because it's a bit newer to you or is that an intentional choice? No, it's, uh, I think it's just because it's, it's newer really. Uh, I mean, I think I, I don't have a presence, I would say, uh, as a photographer, an international photographer, as much as probably I would have, I would have as a, as a videographer. So most of my weddings have been, uh, 
local, I guess, the photography weddings. Although it's funny because I haven't blogged much. You know, you probably seen the last one that I blogged was uh, was a French wedding, which is just gone on the blog like a couple of days ago. And I have another couple that I haven't blogged yet, which is uh, both in Italy. Um, it's just, you know, I guess part of that is obviously I do more photography based in the UK, but also I haven't had the time to blog all the weddings that I have done, you know, abroad yet. Um, yeah. But yes, and and I guess it, it goes it goes both ways, you know. It's a bit of both. Uh, but in in the same in the same way, I'm I'm trying to kind of you know. I was looking the other day. My front page was just destination weddings, and that sends you know a message, a, a, you know, a particular message. I want to mix things up a bit more now, you know, having more local. Uh, UK weddings. So the other day I changed the whole thing. If you look now, you probably see a lot more UK weddings that even some of them are kind of, are kind of old. Um, I just put a, a, a wedding on my first page, uh, which I shot in 2018, I think, because right. it was a good, as a good kind of, you know, classic, you know, British, you know, um, church, you know, and then uh, um, reception at my father's house sort of thing right you know and you know we've we've really kind of you know uh, you know i would say you know posh people and 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 i need i kind of i need to kind of get those weddings you know local weddings uh as well as as the, as the hipsters you know you know cool weddings abroad <laughs> but yeah it's it, it's a mix it's a mix of both <laughs> yeah yeah i wasn't cool. sure if cool. maybe it was like obviously with the family and quite a lot of traveling some people get to the point where they're like traveling too much i want to spend more time with the family so i wasn't sure if it was a conscious choice for that aspect. that 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 absolutely play you know pays pays you know plays a difference as well you know you it's a you know when you have little ones you know it's, it's just you, traveling too much is really hard man i mean i remember you know uh, i i think it was like you know the the later part of the last year that what i had to i was like in uh was in marrakesh and then i came back stayed one day or something like that and then i went to arizona stayed was there for like 10 days or something and then suddenly um, I wasn't here for long and I had to go to New Zealand for another 10 days. So I, I hardly saw my daughter, you know, and, and, and it's just like, you know, having seen them over, uh, Skype and things like that, FaceTime, it, it, it gets to get crazy, you know? Um, they were great experiences. I loved them, you know, the weddings, you know, really beautiful weddings, great portfolio material. Um, but I guess at this stage, you know, I probably don't need a lot of portfolio anymore. Obviously I'm not going to get complacent, right? You know, you need to, you know, creating good stuff, but, you can create great stuff locally as well, man. It's just, you know, obviously if you attract the right mm. client, people with the, you know, with good taste, you know, with good sort of, you know, sense for design and art, you know, you're going to get beautiful weddings over here. And then it's up to you to make the most out of it, you know, really create something special. Mm. Yeah. Just, uh, just when you said uh, that you uh, changed your website, I just, I just went online. You're on your selected work here. And this is kind of a more technical question. You've got, two different aspect ratios of your films. What, what, what made you change your aspect ratio? <laughs> I've got a lot of aspect ratio there, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so, so, so what's kind of brought that on? Yes. Yeah. Consistent goes, goes to the roof there. I mean, I thought, I thought that, um, I mean, I, I originally, when I started, I, I look around and see what people were doing and I picked, uh, mm-hmm. a, a, a aspect ratio that nobody was using at the time. It was 2.75. Um, okay. Uh, so two, it's like, it's, 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 you know, it's wider than the two five thirty five. That's a common two five five. And I went even, you know, if you look at my early films, it's like, it's two seven five. Um, and I, that worked well, but then I was like, oh man, I'm just feel like, you know, I'm, 
I'm taking away too much, you know, and I'll try to force the issue of the cinematic thing here. And mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at Hollywood, you know, most, mostly it's, it's 235. You know, sometimes you find the one that is, that is 255. And, but you even find 16 by nine, man. So, and I was thought, mm-hmm. I, I thought, I thought by myself, okay, I mean, Hollywood is doing all of this. So why will I just kind of, you know, do just this, this style? Um, and then as you, you know, as you shoot, sometimes you shoot weddings, you know, wh- where, you know, uh, you end up having so much happening, you know, in front of you and in your frame, you know, um, the lens choice that you pick as well. Um, you know, you, me using the 50, you know, um, I'm kind of, you know, somewhere kind of close, you know, to the action. I like to be more, more close to the action nowadays. Uh, 35, yep. 50, the kind of length, you know, I, I use the 85 as well, but there was a lens that I did, I don't use as much as I used to do, you know, in my, my early days. Um, yeah. so as you change your framing, you know, I also thought, okay, I, I probably need to kind of, you know, widen this a bit more. Uh, and I went and I kind of, you know, you know what, I'm going to stick to 235. So 235 is what I use mostly. However, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the commissions that I'm doing nowadays are really short films, um, where I just, I do, I give the couple five to six minutes film and an Instagram. So the Instagram is going to be, you know, um, in the, I was doing Instagram at 16 by nine, but now, mm-hmm. even now, like in the last, you know, month or so, I'm going to, I'm, I'm changing this to four, four, uh, four by five, which is the, the yeah. kind of the square format. Yeah. Um, but I thought, you know, I can't post this on my, on my, on my website, four by five. It doesn't look good. <laughs> so I'm, I'm exporting, so I'm exporting, you know, two versions, one is 16 by nine, which you see at uh, the first two films on my, on my portfolio page, uh, it's 16 mm-hmm. by nine. Uh, so yeah. I do two versions, one for Instagram and I do that version uh, for the website because I mean, I'm already, I'm already doing the, you know, uh, the framing for, for, uh, for the 16 by nine. So why put a crop there? I mean, I guess it, it yeah. It might mess up the look a bit, but you know, I'm not sure if that's going to really uh, take clients away from the whole experience. You know, um, if anything, you know, mm-hmm. I, uh, for me, it's a way to show people that look, you get different products, you get different sort of video, you know, and, and um, yeah. that's the way that I ex- that explain to people why I do that really. But yeah, there's no, mm-hmm. there's no particular, you know, reason other than, you know, really, you know, finding that maybe in the framing. Uh, yeah. I guess the framing probably. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Such a long uh, yeah. question for such a simple answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what no, do you guys funny, use? I, what do you guys? What's the aspect ratio you use? By the so, way, so so uh, you know, I can't like mathematically to 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 find out what the ratio is. I'm not exactly sure. Hmm. Um. Uh. Again, I was looking around and I wanted to do something that was a little bit different. I didn't like the sixteen by nine. I wanted to go a little bit wider, but I. But like this was a couple of years ago. I felt that the two three five was just a little bit too much. Okay. Because I was shooting a little bit closer on more of a wider lens. So I actually was like, okay, well, if we're being real about this, how are people going to be engaging with this content? Yeah. And so basically, what I did was I, I looked at my iPhone X. And I, I just thought, well, they're probably going to be looking at it on this screen. Yeah, this is good, the most popular good way, phone. Good so I literally, it. I literally just copied the the resolution the the pixel size um mm-hmm. so our films are actually the the size of a an iphone and what is um, that and what is that what is the what is the um what is it the y what is the y it's like 1920 by 886 i think it is 886 so if you want to know the, the aspect ratio so you do 1920 divided by 886 and then you find the aspect ratio yeah greg can you do that quick math <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, th- that's, that's an interesting out. one because like we used to be that super narrow aspect ratio as well. Then Simon changed it oh, yes. to what it is just now. And I've always been mm. sort of like, oh, I'm not sure about what we're using just now because it's just a made up number. You, it's not. You've a, just made it up, a, Simon. <laughs> like it's not a recognised ratio that people it's, in the industry use. But then I started it's thinking, good, like, man. Well, it's unique. It's unique, yeah, isn't it? Because it's, it's like yours. essentially every aspect ratio has been made up at some point. Yeah. So the fact that Simon made it up or Simon just landed on it, <laughs> it doesn't doesn't really matter too much. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, this, exactly, man. It's 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 your thing. I think mean, it's at the end of the day, you know, it's uh, if it works for you, and most importantly, I th- again coming back to the client's experience, you know, um, they're not going to really kind of you know. Uh, I mean, so even when I was, used to do uh, two seven five, and, you know, and I know that Daniel Armitage, he does like even wider than that. I'm pretty yeah. sure people yeah. never said anything. I mean, for me, I ne- nobody never said anything about my aspect ratio. If it's no. wide, mm-hmm. if it's wider, if it's narrower, nobody ever said a thing. So, I mean, it's just the thing that we, we create ourselves, you know, we think, oh yeah, the wide is going to be really cinematic. Oh, and, and the 16 by nine is going to look very videoish. Not at all. Look at, um, yeah. what's his name? Um, Alex, um, Alex Douglas from uh, Scope, Scoping with Time. He's, right. he only oh. does, he only does a uh, 16 by nine and his stuff is cinematic as shit, man. It's really good. Yeah. So yeah. there's That's no, amazing. there's no need. There's no need. Um, so yeah. your spec ratio is 2.16, uh, that's what 2. you got. 2.16. Or if you want to round, 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 round up, it's, two, it's 2.17 because the next number is a seven. So, yeah. Okay. So it, okay. Yeah, Thank you very much. Interesting one. Um, but yeah, man, it's a... Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if I will, you know, I probably at some point, I'm probably going to look at, you know, when I create a new website, I'm probably going to re... Uh, uh, sorry, uh, what's the word? Uh, uh, oh, gosh. Um, not recall. Ay, 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 ay. I'm going to look into the website again and probably take away, um, just just leave one aspect ratio. Um, yeah. But yeah, until, you know, if we're closing business, you know, uh, uh, closing jobs and people are not saying anything, I'm, I'm kind of happy the way it is. Should be fine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, the, the, the mix and aspect ratio it doesn't bother me in your website. Oh, thank Not you. Not that you thank need you. To my approval, but I do. <laughs> oh, man, that's, 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 that, no, that's great to hear. I mean, this is, these, these are the guys who are going to be noticing things. It's the videographers, isn't it? I mean, the, 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 the you know, the photographers, videographers, uh, you know, that's people that who, yeah. who see the stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, so getting away from aspect ratios and, and going back to that photography video mindset, do, do you have a, a difference in the way that you view doing these two things on, on a wedding day? The videos absolutely. and the f- photography, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I think I think they are completely. I mean, they're two different things. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I really think that uh, you know my approach uh, when I shoot photography and when I shoot video, they are very different. Um, I mean, first of all, I I would I will use different lenses um, because you know I mean that th- goes goes down you know one of the things that kind of, you know, that I, that I think about is it goes down to what Philip said, you know, once that, you know, he, he, he talks about, um, how video lingers, right? So when you're shooting somebody, mm. if you're that close, you know, and, and you like the camera, you know, waiting for five seconds of the clip, you know, or whatever, it's way too long. Right. Um, yeah. but doing photography, you can afford to get closer to somebody and snap and run away. Right. It's, it's not a problem, right? Yeah. <laughs> not literally. <literature. laughs> although, although the fearless <laughs> photographers, they do that, don't they? They just go running. Yep. Ah, <laughs> you see them 
honestly, you see a fearless. I mean, it's not a crit, not, not criticism. Fearless photographers, I love you guys. I'm just saying, it's just like I love, I love seeing that. It's kind of funny, you know. You're running around, like trying to capture, you know, grab the moment. But, but <laughs> as I, as I was saying, um, with video, you know, as I said, you it's it's hard to be closer to people, you know. Although if you really connect with the per, you know, the couple beforehand, you get to know them, mm. you know, you guys establish a, a good rapport. You can get closer, you know, and you're gonna get you know, more intimate stuff, you know, more emotional stuff. That is, that is yeah. given, right? But let's face it, you know, especially working with British clients, you know, you know, it's not, you know, the Brits don't like the kind of shit, man. You know, this is kind of, it, <laughs> it, it might be some stuff the Americans may like it, you know, you know, maybe, um, I don't know, the Americans and the Canadians probably. Um, but most people in general, I would say Europeans as well, you know, they just don't want it to be, you know, that close to their face. So yeah. for video, I will, I would, you know, often shoot, you know, 50 and I get a bit, you know, uh, away a bit. So I'm not, you know, my approach is a bit different. I'm more, mm-hmm. I'm more kind of, you know, uh, um, sort of fly on the wall, not necessary, but closer to that rather than, you know, being more proactive and having a 35 or 24 and getting really close. Okay. So. Yeah. By that alone, you know, by using different lenses, you know, that's going to change completely, uh, you know, what sort of feel, what sort of material I'm going to get, right? Uh, you know, tw- tw- 24, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to show more uh, emotions because you're going to exaggerate things a bit more, right? You know, uh, 50 is going to feel more intimate in 85, even more intimate, you know, sometimes completely removed. Uh, uh, and, and, and that, you know, those lens choices, obviously, you know, it's going to dictate you now how you want your films to feel. Um, Obviously, if I'm doing a film, uh, uh, a part of the day where I think that is important for me to, you know, get closer, especially during, you know, after ceremony or, you know, dance parts, you know, where people are more used to me anyway, uh, and then I'm going to mm-hmm. change the lens. That That is fine. Um, the other thing that I think as well is that um, photography is m- it's, it's more about, you know, really uh, snapping those moments, really be being kind of, you know, you know, being a ninja, really, man, you've really, you've got to be really good to kind of, you know, anticipate and really, you know, get those moments, get them in focus, get them in good frame, you know? Uh, and, and that's not a skill that a lot of videographers have because in video, we've got time, you know, we've got a lot of time. Mm. Um, I mean, we just, we just frame where things to happen in front of your lens. You know, a lot of videographers that I see, you know, especially the, you know, the more uh, European style, you know, the kind of, you know, avant, uh, not avant-garde, but like the, the old style, Alejandro Calori, I would say, you know, yeah. they just put oh, the yeah. tripod there and wait for things to happen in front of them. <laughs> you can't afford to do that in photography. Absolutely mm. can't. Because if you do that, you're going to miss a lot of moments, you know, and obviously you're not going to be doing a good job. But as I said, in video, you can just stay in the background. You shoot little frames here and there, create a sequence out of that, and boom, you've got a little story, right? Um, mm. whereas, whereas with photos, you go after those moments, you grab those moments, you know, you anticipate, okay, what's going to happen here? Uh, the father's coming, okay, he's going to cry. Oh, you know, you know that, oh, she's emotional. She's more emotional than the father. I think she's going to cry. So you focus on her. Those things kind of, you know, mm-hmm. that you pick up as, as you go along. Um, and what's the other thing I was going to say as well? I, I, I keep talking so much that I, that I forgot. Um, oh, <laughs> oh yes. Uh, there's a lot more pressure, uh, on you as a photographer, uh, Mm. than being a videographer so yeah. again you've got to have to carry yourself in a different way just from that point you know you know that people are going to be looking at you what photographer what do you do here uh, uh okay what what's the posing or what is this what is that right and as as a for video guy you like you look at the photographer like yeah it, what what shall we do yep. 
right? Yeah. Most times, I mean, yeah. obviously, because, you know, I, I, being a photographer as well, the way I approach my videos now, it kind of you now changed a bit because I no longer rely on, on, on the photographer to do anything. I mean, we work together. Mm -hmm. we, we bounce off each other. And to be honest, I get upset if it's not, if it's not like that. Yeah. Uh, mm. It's, it's, it's crazy, but man, it's, it, it's, it, it is, it is, it is, it is how it goes for me, you know? So, um, and then at the end, at the end, like, you know, the, the, the editing process as well for me changed, you know, the colors change. I'm not going to go so moody, uh, because that's going to be printed, you know, it's not going to be just seen on the screen. So the whole, mm -hmm. the whole, the whole approach, the whole process for me is a bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think your personality affects how you sort of integrate into a wedding? Like obviously you're quite loud and appear quite outgoing. Do you think that affects how you integrate into a wedding and approach filming and photography? I think I think so. I think it's. Uh, I think it's. I mean, I think when people get me, you know, uh, when hire me, it's. Uh, it's part. It's part of my business, right? I mean, being this person is part of my business. You know, I am this person. I am the person who who gets involved. You know, I'm never going to be, uh, you know, a fly on the wall as such. You know, I will be involved. And and most of the couples they like that. You know, so if they get they love the you know that I that I that I arrive and I'm like, hey guys, I, I'll, obviously I'm not a clown as such to be you know you know jumping around. But I will yeah. come to them. I'll give them a hug. You know, I'll give them a kiss sometimes. And if they if we, if we got that close, and I'll say, hey, how are you doing? Blah. You know, it's just like like the atmosphere and and i know that some photographers are more kind of you know more relaxed they don't do their videographers especially uh, normally are uh, 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 a bit more removed but i mean if people like it and people hate it so it's you know you're always gonna have those extremes right um yeah. and i'm fine yeah. of that i'm absolutely fine of that and in terms of work as well just just coming back to that it will influence the quality of the work as well i mean not the quality mm -hmm. but the material that i get uh you know, people will, will be getting, you know, uh, material that's kind of, you know, is seen from a, a personal perspective rather than a removed one. So, so when you make, when you make a film, obviously we spoke earlier about that you can go in any direction, but I feel like in terms of like, for me, there's certain aspects of a Wednesday that I like to focus on a little bit more. So for you, like when you craft a film, what is important to you? Like, are you there to, to, to full on document or are you there to create something that's more stylish? Are you there to create something that's mm -hmm. going to make someone feel like it, like your job is to evoke emotion? What's important to you in your films? I think, I think the, first of all, the most important thing is the couple, you know, I mean, if I call it, if I call it a thing, because um, you're there to provide a service, you know, uh, before anything, mm -hmm. they hired you because they wanted to document their wedding. Um, yeah. I think that's, that's, that's the, you know, the above everything. And obviously there are levels, you know, there are layers of things that kind of goes behind it. They hire you because, mm. you know, they see some artistry in you. Hence, you're going to have to bring that artistry to the table. Um, obviously they don't want to, you know, a, a standard, you know, iPhone shoot, otherwise they would get a friend to do it. So hence you need to be more professional. You need to, you know, you need to kind of be accountable for what you do. Um, so in that sense, you know, I'm pretty sure if somebody hires me nowadays, they're not just expecting me to turn up and just document things from the background. They want me to create mm -hmm. something that they see on my website. Hence, you know, something that's interesting, something that's artistic, something that has a level of, you know, uh, uh, personality and, and, and also made it their own, right? So mm -hmm. uh, ways of making things their own, in, in my opinion, it's kind of investing in the couple, investing in their story, you know, uh, understanding what the requirements are without 
letting that dictate, you know, obviously, um, how you do your things. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it, it, there's, 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 there's two different things here. Understanding what the couple wants, right? Um, and, and, and those, but, but then you kind of, you know, using that requirements, uh, applying that into how you do your things rather than changing completely what, completely what you do, you know, in order mm-hmm. to make somebody happy. That's, that for me, that's, that's the wrong approach, you know, if you do go with the second, because obviously that's not going to be yourself anymore. You're going to be trying to emulate somebody else and, you know, and the quality of the work is going to, you know, uh, um, is going to, is going to get low and, and, and eventually, you know, you're going to be upset. They're going to be upset because you're not going to be delivering on expectation either. So it's about understanding what they want, you know, and adding that into, you know, the way you, you do your things. Um, so the most important thing, you know, if I, ha- if I can summarize is really having the couple, uh, in mind at, during the, during the whole process, you know, um, mm-hmm. the experience, the experience that you provide, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's one of a kind. It's got to be one of a kind. You know, they will remember everything that, you know, that, 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 you know, sorry, they won't remember everything that happened during the day, but they will remember, you know, how you made them feel. You know, the experience that you provided for them, you know, how you made them feel welcomed, good, understood, you know, you're there for them. You know, you were not this selfish guy who was just there to create their piece of art. And here we go. You know, you should be pleased to have me. No, no, no. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. You know, you're there as a supplier. Obviously, hopefully, by the time you get there, you were closer to a friend than a supplier. But still, it's a business transaction, right? And, And you need to make them feel really good, man. That's 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 mm-hmm. really important. No, I agree, man. I 100 percent agree. It's all about the couple and how they feel at the end of the day during their day. Absolutely. Um, I love like I don't know if you know the quote from Maya Angelou, but that you pretty much said that quote in part of your answer there about oh, how really? people people will forget what you did, but they won't forget how you made them feel. And absolutely, like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've read this somewhere. That quote and I love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 this is the thing. And this is what I say about you know you get there. You know, get your you know. There's a tension already, you know, building, you know, before the ceremony, and then you just go quiet and stay in the car, and then you don't. You add it to the mood, man. What you do, you just get there, lighten up the situation. You know, people are gonna smile, like oh. Okay, and I said, guys, just don't worry about it. Do your thing. I'm here. I'm just shooting around. I'm going to interact with you guys. Just have fun. That's the most important thing. And then the bride is a bit tense. Like, hey, hey, you happy, right? What's going on? You're getting married, you know? <laughs> and they were going to remember those things, man. They were going to remember those things, yeah. you know? I, I remember doing yeah. a couple sessions, you know, straight after the after uh, the portrait session, straight after the ceremony. And, you know, and everybody's kind of, you know, tense and, and, and they're thirsty, man. And like, you go straight into photography. And I was like, dude, come on. I'm just going to go. I'll, I'll, wait, guys, just wait a second. I'm going to go grab a cup of, you know, drinks and a little bit of canapé. Guys, have this. And then we start, Okay. Because I'm thinking of them, right? I'm I'm not I'm not yeah. trying to be a you know I'm not legging their ass nothing like that, man. It's just this this is normal. They want to enjoy the wedding as well, right? It's not about photography. It's not about video. You know they need to have fun, and you were there, you know, as a supplier. And I think your job is to actually add to that fun as well, dude. You gotta mm. you gotta think of them. Definitely, yeah, yeah. So, and what you sort of final product that you offer your couples? You've mentioned a couple of things like short form, bit of a longer edit. Do you also sure. have, do you include or have the option to add like a documentary version of the ceremony or the speeches, etc.? I do, I do. So, I mean, it's hard for us videographers, you know, sometimes to, um, um, I guess, monetize on everything that we do, you know, try to kind of maximize it. You know, I'm not, I'm not stealing from people, obviously, you know, it's not, not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you know, every work that you do, you know, everything that involves time, you 
you need to be, you know, paid accordingly. That's, that's fair. Yeah. Right. Um, so I give people options, you know, I, I've got like three main collections and, uh, they vary in prices and they vary in, in the number of hours that I cover as well as the, you know, the products they receive, the deliverables. So I start with something like, uh, you know, as I said, a short film, you know, five, seven minutes, five to eight minutes, plus a, a Instagram eight hours coverage. And then next one is 10 hours coverage. The next one is 12 hours coverage. So only the third option has, you know, two videographers and only the third option has everything in full sort of thing, you know, ceremony and and, and speeches. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, so, but, but here's the thing. So if somebody gets the shorter collection, you know, Later on, I'll try to kind of, you know, upsell and, you know, send, you know like, hey, I've got this in full. If you want to buy it, you know, it's yeah. going to take me some time to edit. And that's what happens. Mm. But no matter what they, they pick, you know, I'll always, I'll always shoot everything in full. I'll come home with a lot of footage because sometimes they want to have, uh, they hire me for five minutes, but, you know, they come into some money, some, you know, gift, and they want to have a 20, 25 minutes. I, I even, I even done, um, Six, 60 minutes uh, edits people want to you know if, if people want to buy it Ooh. i i want to sell it that's uh yeah, that's man. that's not a problem so yeah. we just mm. we just we just charge accordingly we know it's going to take us you know a week or two to do that so how much that's going to cost in terms of you know time uh you know and it's going to be you know uh, profitable for us it's going to make sense you know and, and all of that you need to you need to think about your business mm-hmm. model and see what works for you right yeah so if you're um, filming the speeches as a solo filmmaker, how, how are you approaching that with the view to have an option of upselling it? I will always have a, a lockdown tripod camera and I try to get this as, you know, in a wide way so that, it, you know, if if you were watching the, the ceremony through that camera, it will make sense to you. You will have a good time. It's not going to be a weird, you know, an artistic angle. It's something yeah. simple, well exposed to the skin tones. You know, if the black, if, sorry, if the background has to be overexposed, this is the only time that I would break my rule of exposing for the highlights because, you yeah. know, I w- this is a watchable uh, 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 thing. It's not an artistic piece, right? So that camera is solid. Mm. It's it's a 4K camera. It's a wide one, normally around, uh, I think I've I've got a, what is it, like a 14, uh, oh gosh, it's 12 to 18 or 22. I can't remember. That's the only zoom lens that I carry. It's a Sony one and it, it's, a, you know, I just use it for that. Uh, and obviously, and I have the main one that's on me, which is the artistic, you know, beautiful angles on a, on a 50 or 85, depending on how big the, the location is. Um, but the rule of thumb is that ceremony uh, and speeches for me, it's not so much about being artistic, you know, and being super creative. It's about seeing, obviously, you know, seeing the good light, where the light's coming from, what uh, which angle you're going to pick to, sh- uh, to, to shoot from, um, you know, and how you're going to create, you know, uh, a, a multi-cam from those two cameras, okay? For instance, you know, obviously try not to go in front of your main camera, sorry, on a tripod camera, uh, you know, and, 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 and all the, all the, those kinds of things that probably, you know, we, we guys know. Um, but yeah. as well as that, it's, it's, you know, it's about creating good, good audio, man. It, grabbing the, those audios, you know, three sources at least, you know, and, yeah. um, and those things are going to really, you know, play, play a big part when, when they, when they listen to it. Yeah. That's it, man. I mean, it's a, it's a simple stuff. I mean, I guess, you know, as I said before, right at the beginning of our conversation, you know, we, we, we tend to sometimes overcomplicate things, you know, over, you know, overdo it, you know, oh, mm-hmm. this angle, this angle is like, man, just, you know, play simple, you know, the simple sometimes is the, is, is, the, is the nicest bit, is the lovely yeah, bit man. that you, that you come up with, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the, oh, was it Philip White? 
Uh, I can't even remember the wedding. This was like years ago. I think he told the story in um, Full of Sake mm-hmm. when he went to a wedding and he was only shooting with like a, a, like a small camera, an eight five, and a tripod and something else. And I think his photograph was snapped at this really high end wedding. And I think he got. Um, not bad press, but I think someone called him out and was like, who, who is this video guy with such little equipment? And I, I, I remember that and I was just oh, like, really? keeping it, keeping it simple, I think is just the way to go. If I'm honest. Yeah, like, no, absolutely. He, he obviously understood that then. And absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, he's a, uh, you know, Philip's always, get, he's always had a good business model, you know, I think, uh, yeah. and, 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 and in a sense, I think, it, you know, the important thing is that he understood what works for him uh, and, you know, how he wants to, you know, conduct his business and he's doing it, you know. I think, you know, for instance, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't use gimbals or he doesn't like drones, although I think he hires people to do drones when whenever. I'm not sure exactly yeah. what, what he's doing now because I haven't spoken to him for a long time. But I yeah. personally, I personally, li- I like the, 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 you know, the effect of gimbals. I mean, I'm shooting... Uh, big weddings nowadays that sometimes you know I don't have the time to be going and picking every face on a dance on 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 a, on a reception. You know, it's a big mm. wedding and I'm just there by myself and I need to be accountable for. Dude, get a you know get a gimbal over there. Just you know a couple of flies through the through yeah. the through the through the um, the tables. You got the shots, beautiful shots that the planner is gonna love. Again. You know, you got to think about this as well. You're not doing this yeah. just for you, man. You've got people that rely on you to get some good content. So the planners will love those big, you know, uh, motion that a gimbal does, a drone does. Mm. Shows how beautiful their setup, how grand their setup is. You know, if I'm there of an 85 grading, just, you know, a shot that the light is showing on a petal. It's artistic, yeah, but fuck it. Who is, who, you know, the, the flower person's not going to like it. The planner's not going to like it. Nobody's going to like that. But me, I'm, feed, I'm feeding my own ego artistic ego that really is not it's not going to put food on my table honestly um yeah and uh yeah so i think you need to see what works for you and 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 in in the past i thought i was really uh snobby about gimbals about you know everything man everything is like oh no 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 i need to do this one less no 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 for me nowadays it's more about you know uh, what do i need to you know to to really uh capture this wedding well create a good sense of documentary, a documentary piece, but also uh, uh, express myself artistically and, you know, and being mm-hmm. accountable, you know, for what the couple is expecting, what the plan is expecting, other suppliers expecting and not being so much in the photographer's way because, you know, we've got to get on along. So me being, uh, you know, if a 35 in front, in, on top of the couple is not going to work, you know, and being of an 85, either is not going to work because, oh, sorry, it's not going to work either because, uh, he's going to go in my shot. So it's, it's, it's a give and take thing. You need to analyze the situation and see what, you know, what works best. Yeah. Yeah. You've mentioned sort of, you'll sometimes go into a situation, get the sort of safe shots that look nice, and then you'll get experimental. Have you got any Absolutely. examples of something that you would do? which would be experimental or a way you would approach a situation that's more experimental? Mm, um, yeah. Well, I mean, let's say, uh, if I'm shooting, uh, just, just like, like I mentioned before, a light is a good, is a good way to, you know, to really experiment with things. So you could show, you could, it could come to a room, you know, that's kind of, you know, that's got side light coming in and all of that. And you could expose to that light that's hitting, let's say, uh, one table and pick a nice angle and use foregrounds and background and suddenly you create this beautiful you know artistic 
you know, shot in my opinion with just mm. the, you know, the right thing, you know, exposed. Um, but then that's going to be showing just only limited parts of that room. You know, you also yeah. need to show uh, the planner, you know, and the couple, the whole room. How does this whole room looks like? Obviously, you're gonna have to change your exposure, and sometimes you know means you know overexposing for one part that is, that's got a harsh light hitting on. So, one is a safe shot; the other one is the artistic one, right? Obviously, and then you can def- definitely later p- you know pick on that and see what what, what you're gonna use. Another situation with lights, uh, and you know, doing these weddings out outdoors, you always have this a backlit situation where you know the ceremony, the sun, because it looks beautiful, right? F- to to your eyes, because our eyes got a, got this amazing dynamic range, and we can see the background, but they don't realize that your cameras don't have that dynamic range. Yeah. <laughs> so when you, so when yeah. you point, so when you point your cameras to this beautiful sunset and the couple in front of it, they are. Um, uh, 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 sorry, uh, in silhouette, right? They're completely dark, and people think, "Oh, this is gonna look amazing." No, so you're gonna have to pick your, you know, your battles here. So in that case, as I said, you know, you can be artistic, create a nice silhouette shot, and oh yeah, this is gonna be really cool. But then, you know, get your safe shot, exposed to the skin tones, you know, meaning you're gonna have to, you know, sometimes blow out that 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 background, and and, and that's it, man. Um, another situation, I would say, motion, use emotion, um. You know, you can create, you know, let's say you, you, you're getting a, 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 a shot of, of the couple, you know, a safe shot there because you don't have a lot of time is to stay where you are, you know, let the photographer work his thing and, you know, just pick a nice frame, center them and you've got it. That's a safe shot. You can use a shot anywhere. A different way of doing kind of, you know, it's you moving, you know, using your feet, using your kind of, you know, your good balance uh, to move towards the couple with the camera, you know, handheld or moving around them. That's kind of, you know, ways of, you know, being experimental. Um, another way for me, I, I use a lot of free lenses, as I mentioned. So I get the, sh- the clean shot, you know, well exposed, well, well, the focus is there. And then I'll go freelance, man, and start going, looking for where the, what's the angle? Where's the light that's coming from? Okay, I want this light to hit my my lens at a 45 degree, or nine, uh, 45, yeah, for, rather than 90. So 45 degree, because you're going to have this kind of light leaks, you know, get coming into your frame. Find that find that frame, find a beautiful frame and try, you know. Half of the time, mm-hmm. you're not going to get it. You won't have the time. But a split second that you get there, slow that shit down later, dude, you've got it. Okay, yeah. and you've got this. You've got a safe shot first, and then you you do the experimental. I'm not yeah. sure if I answered the question, Greg, but that's kind of you know some of the approaches that I use for you know for that. Yeah, no, that yeah. sounds good. I think sometimes I, I have. Oh, I, on you go. Sorry, sorry. It's yeah. Something I sometimes struggle with is um, it's like for a drinks reception, say when I want to keep it kind of more on the edgy side because people are generally not doing anything. You know what I mean? Except for talking. Yeah. So I I find those bits really hard. That's that's a very good point. That's a very good point. Uh, it's it's it is a tough time. Uh I'm not sure if you want to add something before Greg and then I'll come back to this. What are you going to say you remember? I was I was just going to say I remember in a f- couple of episodes ago we were talking to our friend Sean Bell and he was saying that he sets himself little games and challenges. So he'll he'll document <laughs> most of the faces with his photography and then he'll yeah. at drink reception he'll start to play games and like in his head he would be like right I'm only going to photograph things with the color red or he'll set games for himself. I thought that was a really cool way of challenging yourself and getting more experimental. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I, I've got, I've got things like that as well, like little techniques that I use, like you say, uh, Simon about the, the reception. So, um, yeah, so you start by doing the safe stuff, right? 
you you grab, you know, I would say 10, 15 faces, okay, yeah. with a with an eight to five or something like that. And then I'll change my lens, go on a gimbal, do a little, do a little couple of walks around, get the sense of the room, people having a good time, put this shit down, go handheld now, get a get a 35, go handheld, get up close, right? And I'm getting I'm like interactive with people, having a canapé, having a drink, boom, get a little shop. That's a different level of of of, uh, of footage you're gonna get. And then you start to kind mm. of you know push a bit a bit harder. So get a grab a glass, yeah, grab a glass, yeah, and it starts to going oh, through yeah. things, right? So where's <laughs> Identify light. Where is the light coming from? Okay, there. I'm going to get this light hitting this glass. Let's see what shit I can create here. So you add that. Okay, that's a solid shot. How about if I add a bit of motion? Side motion. Okay. Uh, how about if I add, uh, you know, forward motion? And then, okay, let's find where's the light coming from. All right, cool. I can create a silhouette out of this. You know, look for the silhouettes. Look for where. I mean, for me, I mean, one of the things that I say in my workshop as well is like, um, you walk into a room, you need to identify, you know, a few things that you need to really be aware of. You know, the light, the quality, the intensity, mm-hmm. you know, and the direction. Very, very important. And and obviously, and and, and the color. Yeah. Uh, so you pick pick up on those things. Really make sure you know those by heart. So that you can actually, you know, use them for for, for your compositions. Uh, sound, you know, what sort of sounds are we having here? Where are the sounds coming from? Okay, is this a sound that I want to be included in my film? Boom! Make sure you capture that. If not, turn it, turn your sound off, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, th- th- I mean, that's I mean, motion. What sort of motion is happening right now? People are static. I mean, do I want to portray this? Do I want to add a bit of of uh, uh, energy to this? Okay. I mean, you can you can change the, the the vibe, you know, if you know, completely by adding a bit of motion. You know, obviously this is yeah. not much motivated motion. It's kind of you know static, but you can create that with your shots. And there's a ton of things that you cannot, you know, as I said, you can you know start looking into this, like lines. You know, what are the lines that's going on here? Um, do I need these lines to be straight? Do I need those lines to be? I mean, do I want to create a sense of you know, uh, uh, an easy uh, 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 unbalance going on here, right? And a ton of things, man. And then, okay, coming back to the things, so glasses. Um, another thing that I use a lot, uh, there's a motion. I mean, there's people like dancing around. Okay, I've got the save shots already. This is getting boring. I mean, I slow my shutter, slow my shutter speed. And I'm going to get this weird frame going on, blurry. Okay. Um, I normally should really shallow. So I do on this, on these situations, I'll put my, my aperture at F. 15, 22, whatever, you know, and really slow down my shutter. And I get this beautiful motion going in front of my frame, right? Uh, I don't know, man, use your hands. Sharon uh, um, Calafiori, she, I mean, she does a lot of stuff with her hand in front of the frame and stuff like that. I mean, there's a ton of shit, man. It's just, I mean, if you think, if you think, if you're thinking outside of the box, you know, there's no time for you to get bored at a wedding because there's so much going on. There's so much going on. Um, And then, what you can do, you can start to create mini stories, you know, you can start to create mini stories, right? So you capture the vibe. Okay, let's, let's create a mini story. Now let's think about, let's pick two, two uh, people talking, okay? And make, give yourself a challenge to create five shots of that, that's, that conversation going on from different angles, okay? Tell that mini story. Obviously, if it's a couple, even better, because, you know, they'll love that. They'll love that kind of sense mm. of, you know, uh, uh, atmosphere and things that's going on, right? Yeah. And, and in between, always try to create something abstract, you know, look for abstract stuff, you know, abstract Uh with light, with glass, you know, with composition, with motion, uh, look for weird stuff, man. I mean, uh, just look where the light is hitting. Look, look for, you know, uh, reflections, look for name it, you know, look for something that's, that's not ordinary. Uh, 
obviously yeah. grab the ordinary first and then go go and start go 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 mental yeah i think Very like cool. maybe 80 or 90 percent of the stuff i film on weddings is either a reflection a silhouette <laughs> or through a piece of glass it's like there we go that is ridiculous. So true. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, it it is good, man. It does those things. Those things work, right? You know, and yeah. I mean, but oh, you, totally. but you can you can take it down to you know to uh, uh, you know simple levels of uh, um, a composition, right? Composition and framing. For example, you know, um, I've I see a lot of people that are like you know doing these really flat shots. I mean, maybe it's their style, but I mean, if you want to create a bit of depth, man, just make sure there's like three layers on your frame, right? Rather than shooting somebody, you know, attached to a wall where there's no layers at all, it's really flat. You know, make sure you, you know, you shoot from behind something, from behind somebody else, a shoulder, whatever, you know, and, and then behind the person, there's also another level, another layer. And that's that's just simple things like that just creates, you know, adds a lot of depth to, you know, to your films and make them much more interesting. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, there's a few things that you mentioned there that I was like, oh yeah, I haven't done that in a while, actually. Um, yeah, man, it's, uh, and so also, I, might, I, might I, know, I was, I was going to say another thing as well, play with color, man. Um, it's, it's mm. really, it's really not, sometimes it's kind of a forgotten, um, people set things in auto white balance and let, let things, you know, slide by, but no, you know, you <laughs> can create mood by changing the white balance, you know, you can, yeah. get, you can play with little moods, you know, you can find a scene. Okay. How do, how does this look in cold? Let me just create a bit of tension going on here. Oh, you can go mm. mental and spot it really warm. It's just, you know, you can, you can create that. It's just simple things like yeah. that will, will make a, will make a lot of difference. Yeah. That's one of the things I'm experimenting with at the moment is, uh, you usually you'd have a film and it would be like, we usually manual white balance everything, but it's more on the warmer side. It's out of the same. Um, so the same. I'm me here. It me too. Yeah. yeah. But our look is kind of like, kind of like one flat, um, uh, like adjustment layer all over the whole thing. Whereas now I kind of want to play with like scene colors and stuff. So, yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it, yeah. it, color is, it's, uh, like we said before, it's, uh, it's an endless, you know, subject of possibilities and, and, and wonders, you know, it's, it's just amazing. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I'm always experimenting with colors, you know, and, and in a sense, you know, I want, initially I went with a very, you know, kind of, you know, basic, you know, uh, not basic, but kind of, you know, stylized and, 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 and uh, coherent coherent look you know yeah. everything was kind of warm had the same sort of feel but now you know as yeah. i as i kind of you know shoot more stuff and i see what's out there man i mean like for, for example i mean wedding planners love the the, the bright and airy you know that that pastel look man i'm like you know why not dude that's a possibility there so but the last film that i did is a lot colder than uh most most of my films and uh and it's just, it's just like you know yeah it looks good. You know, I don't think it looks bad. Um, obviously mm -hmm. it does, it doesn't really match everything that I do, you know, but it's, it's, it's a possibility, you know, you, you, you gotta keep trying, you know, doing new things and you, know, you gotta keep trying, you know, like experimenting that, that the experimentation going, right? Yeah. No, a hundred percent. But did you, did you, so the, the one that you just said there, is that on your website at all for people to check out or? It is. Yeah. It's the, it's the wedding that I shot in New Zealand. So if you compare that one uh, with or the other films, you'll see that this is it's less warmer than than the other stuff. Oh was yeah, that uh -huh. with um, Pablo, Pablo Laguia, yeah, yeah, photographer, yeah. yeah, exactly. He's awesome. We worked with him earlier last year as well. Oh, did Lovely you? Guy. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. Where did Where did you guys shoot? Where did you guys shoot? Uh, it was up in Sky, and then oh, also Sky, down in Newcastle. So it was like a double 
there's an elopement part and then a wedding part. That's really cool. That's really, Pablo. Pablo is such a such a. He's he's a he's very easygoing, also very generous. You know, um, I, it's, I don't know what your experience was, but I mean, because I knew him as well. You know, with with I, I think I met him before at a, an event in in Finland. We we're speaking at this Bujak event. We had a, such a great time, you know, we became friends and, but yeah, it's like always this, I mean, this is the thing, man, when you work with photographers like, you know, like Pablo, you know, um, I mean, some of my favorites, like Ed Pierce, a good friend of mine, you know, Ben Wheeler, Ben Higgins, you know, and, and there's a ton of guys, you know, John Hope and, you know, these, these kind of people, you know, these uh, Don as well, as I said, I mean, I, I, I got to stop naming people, otherwise it's going <laughs> to look better on the other ones because, that, you know, I love these guys. What happens is these, these people, they are not there to compete. These yeah. guys are there to create something together. So what they do is like, does this work for you? Oh, what do you reckon? What shall we do? You know, I remember, you know, like the, one of the first times I shot with Ed, you know, he's always been one of my heroes, you know, and, and, and he was asking me, uh, oh yeah. So what do you think? Shall we do this? I was like, you're Ed Pierce, dude. <laughs> I, was, I was just, I was just, I mean, the other day I was, I was watching, I mean, I was like, I was attending your workshop and you're asking me, you know, you, you, you like, you know, I was like, I felt that's so, that's so good because, you know, he's considering yeah. my, my needs as a videographer, as an artist, he's not there just to do his thing, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, there, there are a ton of guys like that, you know, as I said before, uh, another one, uh, Petar, man, Petar is also like, you know, yeah, what do you think, dude? Shall we do this? That's the thing, man, oh. you know. And you have photographers who is like, they're elbowing you. It's like, oh no, this is my thing. Obviously, I mean, thank God, you know, where, where I am now, I, I, I don't get those people anymore. Most people yeah. that I work mm. with, it's, it's, it's normally a friend, you know, another one like Igor Demba as well. So it's just like people that recommend me for, you know, we have a good vibe. We have a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's we, always good and, when it's a collaborative it. effort. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It makes, it makes life so much better. Oh, a hundred percent. Do you know what I love though? I love, I love working. There's like, like you said, there's not that many cinematographers up in Scotland anyway. Um, so when we, when we work with a photographer who hasn't worked with us before and we are like having an input and they're like, oh shit. Oh, I didn't see that. Or you're, <laughs> you're, you know, as a cinematographer, you're, you're putting your perspective on something. And they're like, oh, all right. Okay. I kind of, I'm really enjoying this. This is now turning into something a little bit that I'm not used to. Or, you know, I love that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's almost, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could give two examples here. Like, like, as I said, Pablo, in, uh, Pablo and, and, and Don, you know, uh, like Pablo, last last wedding we shot. So, and he did his thing. I said, I said and, and I was like, yeah, do, do your thing now, dude. He's like, what do you want to do? And then I said, yeah, how about if you kind of, you know, you guys come here and you walk towards him, blah, blah, blah. Just get a bit of motion. Pablo, oh, dude, I love that. He's like, yeah, I want, yeah. I want that natural stuff happen, you know, like just give them something to do and we don't have yeah. to be posing. And uh, do you know what I mean? That's like, you know, and then Don yeah. as well, I did some weird thing with the couple, you know, to stand and put some stuff on their head and don't do it. This is so cool. I love this. I'll shoot this as well. And, and, and that's the thing because we're thinking collectively, you know, I'm shooting this stuff that they, that they're doing that works for me. They're kind of cool. You know, they're shooting their stuff, my stuff that works for them. And there's no ego. We are there to provide a service to create the most beautiful images, you know, uh, uh, you know, yeah. be it still moving and, and, and give the couple one, you know, one heck of an experience. Mm. Yeah, yeah man, absolutely. That was awesome. Yeah. Do you have any like cinematography influences? Like, who inspires you at the moment in terms of, like films or or directors or? Mm, it's 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 a funny one because um, uh, it my I mean it changes a lot. I mean it changes. I mean I keep seeing things and then I 
and then oh yeah, I like this guy. Oh, I like this one. I like that. Um, yeah. I mean, I would I would say you know Wes Anderson in terms of composition has always been one of my favorites. Um, oh, for, yeah. for 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 the light uh, in the, the way this person handles the light. I love the you know the old the old Gordon um, did the Godfather. What's his name? Gordon Willis. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And um, he was just like one of the, the big guys that kind of really kind of not shaped how I how I saw light. And um, mm-hmm. there's a there's a guy. What's the guy that did? Uh, um, is it is Alejandro his name the one who did the uh, uh, the Revenant um, as the Mexican dude oh oh, oh man that what guy. is his name uh, oh yeah um, is it Alejandro Sebastian I can't remember oh, his name now oh my god I can't even remember but yeah that guy he didn't he didn't he didn't know the film. Um, um, like he does a lot of this kind of you know, films with the Spanish guys there, and and I just love how how his how his frames you know feel like you know it's really kind of a moody and interesting you know he's got a good you know the lighting is always always on point man it's just just amazing. Mm. Um, in terms of directors, you know, I mean, I I I learned this is actually was a guy that kind of you know told me this was Eric. He introduced me to this guy uh, uh, Wong Kawai, and I watch. Uh, uh, a couple of films, I'm like, whoa, this guy's amazing, man. This guy's amazing. So, you know, a Hong Kong, <laughs> um, I think it's Hong Kong or Japanese director. Uh, and he's got these like really colorful, dark sort of films. And it's just beautiful. The, you know, the way he puts yeah. things there, it's just, oh, so good. So good. But as I yeah. said, there's, there's a ton, man. I mean, but photographers, you know, people like, uh, you know, uh, 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 so lighter, you know, the, 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 the German dude, there's another one, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, I think it's Edgar. Uh, what's his own? I can't remember his name right now. But but that, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's so many people out there. It's kind of you know really really you know uh, uh, it's inspiration, right? And I think you know yeah. anybody at uh, at a top level, you know, can can provide some sort of you no know, level of inspiration. I mean, I love yeah. what I love seeing this stuff that you know. Ansel Adams did, you know, uh, Cartier-Bresson, oh, yeah. you know, those, it's just like mm-hmm. old stuff that kind of still, 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 still feels good. Um, yeah, man. And I guess modern, I'm not sure what's going on in terms of like modern photography, uh, uh, but I, I, I do check out a lot of uh, uh, street photography, you know, I follow a few accounts on Instagram and I love seeing you know, what people are doing there, you know, like street photography. Mm-hmm. It's just, they just come up with some really interesting frames, you know, people just wait, wait, wait to the, to the right moment, you know, like, like Cartier Bresson says, the decisive moment, you know, and it's yeah. just, it's so cool. It's, it's very, it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and sort of wrapping up one question I like to ask is for book recommendations, whether it be like business books or photography books, anything you're reading just now or that's stuck with you for a while? Oh man, that's, that's a good one. I mean, I'm, I read a ton of stuff. Um, I mean, there's a, I probably won't remember the name of the books now, but, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I read a book on editing recently by, um, what's his name? That's the thing. I can't remember the name of the, the he talks about the blink of the, ah, uh, Walter, Walter, Walter Munch, I think. Um, he talks about, uh, um, editing. Um, he, he gives like six rules for editing and he talks about like in this thing in the blink of the eye, which is like right. you're editing, um, uh, pacing your films, um, in the same oh, yeah. kind of an old pace as you, as we blink, it feels really natural. That was a different, a completely different new, you know, weird, strange concept for me that I started to kind of look into my films. And mm. when the bride blinks or when somebody blinks, kind of try to cut at that time, 
it just feels so natural. It's so good. It's interesting. Um, mm. There's 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 a, there are a few books that I'm that I'm kind of you know going through as well. Um, one's called Sculpting uh, in Time, which uh, from a guy, a Russian guy, I think Tark- Tarkovsky, um, which goes on about you know uh, theory of cinema. Um, but one book that I could definitely recommend. Let me just have a look at the name because uh, it's on my shelf bookshelf here. <laughs> it's uh, Mastery. I think it's Mastering Light. It's, uh, and I think, you know, a medium that a lot of people don't, you know, don't understand so well, don't really pay a lot of attention, you know, is how powerful light can be. You know, you can really shape something into something amazing by changing, you know, the direction, quality, and how you apply lights to your, to, to, to your films. Um, but yeah, I, it's, I mean, I'll, I'll be happy to send you guys a list of things that I'm kind of, you know, uh, going through at the moment in terms of books that I could recommend. But from my, the back of my head, I couldn't really remember a lot. To be <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on, on the spot <laughs> there's oh there's oh, there's one one more actually that's really good um uh will will store it's called uh science of storytelling all right this is really good it goes into the theoretical um uh but also adds a bit of practical you know advice as well and analyzes some films and books you know into you know elements of story it's such a entertaining read you know it's it's really really good mm-hmm. I could yeah. definitely recommend that one. Ah, oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, I'll yeah, put some of them great. in the show notes as well. Yeah, do it, do it. That'll be cool. Well, thank you very much. Uh, look, just so that people can go and find you, do you want to tell us all your social handles and stuff like that? Sure, yeah, thank you. Um, so, uh, I mean, I'm basically, I'm, I'm, I'm most active, I would say, on Instagram. I mean, when I say active, I say <laughs> once, you know, every week or every two weeks. So, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> that, I, I, would, I would love to do more, but it, it's, it, you know, life gets in the way sometimes and, and oh, yeah. you, you guys know how, how it goes. So people can find me on Instagram uh, at uh, gione.silva, which is G-I-O-N-E dot S-I-L-V-A. That's my Instagram um, website. There's always a good, you know, a good starting point. Uh, which is mm-hmm. my name, gionetasilva.com. Uh, and there you can find links to my Facebook, you know, Vimeo, uh, YouTube as well. I can't remember what my name on YouTube is, but go to my website, check it out. You'll see a link there. And, uh, but yeah, emails, people can find my emails. Anybody have any questions that I, you know, I'm always happy to help people as well, you know, answer questions, you know, you know, in the subjects that I know, that I think I know. And and, yep. and at the end of the day, the way that I think <laughs> might be wrong, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to, you know, always help. And obviously I want to point people in, in the direction of your uh, everlasting pack on the Flames and Roses. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, thank you. That's a good one. Yeah, if people have been interested in our chat about colouring footage and stuff, well, do you, do you want to tell them about the, the pack? Yeah, so this is a this is a pack that, I mean, I created with um, uh, with the help of Sebastian and uh, his partner from uh, Flames and Roses. And we go into, like, in, I think there's five basic, uh, five or six basic looks that go from, you know, uh, magenta, there's go from like blue till, there's go, you have like, you know, colder uh, looks you've got warmer looks you've got black and white looks and that's pretty much what i use nowadays um although i also use a uh, film convert in addition to th- those looks that for me they work really really well for um sony footage um as i should in cine cine 4 uh, it's just pretty much apply over it, take the intensity a bit down. Uh, it depends on your white balance. Obviously, the situation might, you might want to take a bit of the magenta tint down. Uh, it's just taste, you know. I, I, I added the magenta a bit on my look because I find the Sony footage tends to be a bit green. 
right? And, yeah. and, you know, shooting a lot of outdoor stuff, you know, I end up shooting a lot of green. You probably go, you go to my website, you see a lot of green. There's lots of green going on. Um, <laughs> so for that reason, you know, not to influence the skin tone so much, we did this look, you know, that, that tends a bit towards the magenta. So I, I had people coming back to me say, hey, it's a bit magenta. So yeah, it's just, that's the reason. Take it down a bit on the slider and uh, you should be, should be good to go. But yeah, it's a good starting point. Uh, even if you want to start, you know, understanding colors and see what the look is doing to your skin tones, what the look is doing to your background, you know, what is doing to the shadows. And that's kind of a good way to go. It's not expensive, I would say. So good, good, good one. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely recommend people check them out and then also check out your social media stuff as well. But yeah, thank thanks you. for yes. joining us and sharing your thoughts with the listeners. It's been good catching yes, thank up. Thank you so much. Guys, it's been over two hours, so we really appreciate your time. No, guys, thank you so much. I mean, I, I, I you know, I understand. <laughs> I, I do speak a lot. I, I do have a lot of... <laughs> What, you're probably gonna have to edit this i'm not sure if people listen to this live i'm not sure how it works but at the end of the day it's been a pleasure uh i really appreciate you guys having me here you know we've we've been we've been talking about doing this for ages and kind of you know i you know get sidetracked and uh you know i really appreciate it i mean it took lockdown to get us you know locked <laughs> locked in, yeah, locked in yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so it's a it's a it's a it's a good thing yeah thank you again for having me and uh anytime you guys need anything dude i'm here always happy yes to help. exactly Thanks, Johnny, for that. Greg, where can uh, people find us online? They can find us at Cinemate Films on all the social places and cinematefilms.co.uk. Yep, that's right. If you want to fire us any questions or just communicate, if you're struggling with anything, give us a wee uh, DM. That's absolutely fine. Uh, Do we have any review shout-outs, Greg? We do. We've got one from the US relating to Benji's episode, last one we put out. The oh, reviews yes. from Mr. Fluder. Uh, okay. It says, great podcast. I really enjoyed the show with Benj Haish. He is a great photographer and it was awesome to hear him share. Thank you very much, Mr. Fluder. Yes, thank you very much for taking the time, especially during this um, corona outbreak, to uh, leave some positive feedback. So thank you very much. Hopefully our reviewer enjoyed this episode of the podcast. And if you did, hit that subscribe button so you know when the next episode goes online. Please leave a review. That is a massive help in order for us to grow this podcast. But if you don't want to do that, that's totally cool. Just tell a friend. However, until next time. Enjoy your life. Wow. Oh, oh I'm going slowly crazy. <laughs> <laughs>